and you are listening to another episode of FOW Live here on the FOW Radio Network, part of the Podbean Family Podcast. My name is Patrick, your host with me as always, uh, Danny Danger and Eric Demenis. I'm going to call you that. I don't know why that just came out of, my, out of my brain, but my brain is beautiful, so we'll roll with it. Mickey Villas, always on assignment. Um, you know, I mean, shoot, we even thought she went to Tampa with us, but five minutes later, she's popping up on the other side of town. Uh, but I have my voice back. Eric, are you recovered? Yeah, shockingly, um, I was good Monday. Uh, little tinge in the throat Monday, but outside of that, it was all good to go. Yeah, I, apparently I needed an extra day to Tuesday off as well, unplanned. Uh, but I'm getting old. Danny, how the heck are you? You were sane and you stayed home. Yes, yes, sane and stayed home. Watched it on the... Uh... On the WWE cock and uh, <laughs> didn't yell at my screen, so my voice is fine. Yeah, uh, I threw my voice well, out before the show really even started. Uh, I think yeah, by 10 p.m. night one, my voice was shot. I don't know. <laughs> what was the timestamp on Hogan coming out? Like 8:30. That's about where I lost my voice. Yeah, and whatever he had left, he uh, gave it to the Bellas. Uh-huh. Hey. Tag yep. Team Title Run 2021. Well, I mean, hell, we already fired up ha- one of the two actual tag teams that we had, but we'll get into that later. Much, much, much later. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Um, you know, it's it's a crazy week. I mean, it's Thursday night. We're a week uh, since the, the two-night NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, of course, uh, the three of us uh, enjoy watching the show together on Wednesday night, and then uh, you know you guys watched it on, on, on Thursday with Mika. Uh, so let's kind of take a look and take a glance at the show that was uh, what they're saying the biggest takeover in history. Um, of course, in an attendance low, although they were fans, they were definitely fans. Uh, probably the biggest uh, uh, attendance since the pandemic. But alas, here we go. Uh, night one, uh, we got started with a singles match. Pete Dunne defeated Kushida to open the show. A really fun match, I thought. Kushida, though, another L in his column. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's a hard loss for Kushida in a, in a tough battle with a, with a tough opponent. But, um, you know... Kushida had possibly bigger fish to fry. It's a shame what losing to Johnny Wrestling will do to you. Tell you. Just turns you into a jobber. I, I guess it happens to everybody who spends time around um, uh, around Johnny Gargano. But, uh, you know, just uh, everybody that loses to him for his NXT well. North American Championship. We'll see about that. Two matches later. Uh, fun match, definitely. Uh, and a, a great way to open up, uh, you know, this WrestleMania week. We got bloods pumping. Um, and then we, we followed with a six-man gauntlet eliminator uh, match where the winner would 
receive a title shot um, against uh, Johnny Gargano the next night. Uh, and Bronson Reed defeats Isaiah Scott, Cameron Grimes, LA Knight, Dexter Loomis, and Leon Ruff. Now, I think we all had different choices in this match, but none of us had Bronson Reed. Nope. Yeah, no, I don't think we had, because he hadn't been really taken seriously for a long time. He'd kind of been, you know, they kind of were bordering on making him funny fat guy pretty quickly. So I hadn't really taken him seriously, you know, since they were calling him the resident thick boy and all that stupid stuff. Um, you know, he was one step away from being bullfit. So I was, you know, or Funkasaurus or Funkasaurus or, you know, dancing Otis, funny fat guy. But, um, they decided to go ahead and pull the plug and make him just kind of a monster. And, uh, and he looked really great in the match. I mean, that, that was the whole point of the match basically was to make him look as a, as an up and coming star and a viable contender for any championship really. Um, and I think it did a good job of that. You know, I was surprised Loomis was, was eliminated so quickly. He was my pick. Uh, I think I had Cameron Grimes. Um, yes, because you like yelling to the moon. To the moon. Um, but yeah, he. I think he outlasted all of them, all of your picks at least. So, does that make me the winner? No, because your guy didn't win still. But yeah. he lasted. So there is no winner. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Still True. lost. True. Very Second true. place is just the first loser. Okay? Uh, but I agree. A no I'd... fear shirt told me that when I was in middle school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I don't think any of us would have imagined Bronson getting the dub because, like you had said, they they hadn't really done anything with him. They've essentially given him the happy-go-lucky fat guy gimmick that they give every fat guy that should be uh, killers like. When Brodus first debuted, he was the killer heat guy for ADR. And then, you know, Tenzai was the killer. And then then he was a fat guy named Sweet Tea. And then, yeah. But, hey, maybe they're actually about to do something with Bronson. That's pretty cool. He's not... Yeah. He's definitely agile in the ring. He's definitely not your typical, you know, 400-pound wrestler. So... Hey, let's see what happens. I'm here for it. Maybe he'll beat Johnny in night two. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, uh, I'm going to speak for Mika Villas because, you know, if she was here, she would tell us, oh, she had 100% predicted for Leon Ruff to win this match. I totally oh. did. Leon Ruff oh, is his shit. 25th birthday today um, as we record this. So I totally picked him because being that it's his birthday, being that he is an especially talented person, uh, coming out of the Georgia scene, I totally picked him. Are you kidding me? This Where is not. Mickey Willis. See, she, oh, I, she's I, she, she's I'm like she's like an RKO. She comes out of nowhere. Darn. Mika, how's your um, voice? My my voice is still shot. I'm giving you guys. She's a, a professional. Yeah. Um, she, usually she I charge nine ninety nine per minute for this, but you know I'm gonna let it go. Hey, and her both blew our charging. voices out booing Hulk Hogan, so we're. Where at least at uh, least it was for the good guys, right? Ben, imagine sure. that I have in my Hulkamania T-shirt, listening to these two uh, filthy animals 
disparaging oh, the good name. It wasn't two. It no. was more like twenty thousand. He he ruined his own good name a long time ago, Patrick. Exactly. And, the dueling and the cheer boos for Titus and Hogan were fantastic. Yeah, well, and and the fact that it played live on the Peacock, the cock, it was on the cock, and you could hear the boos. That's all I cared about. And the fact that there were twenty thousand people there who were in agreement that Hulk Hogan is a piece of so oh, I, on on that, I was actually looking at some wrestling groups, and I saw somebody post, you know, why would they boo Hulk Hogan? He's a legend. And somebody said, because he's a racist piece of shit. And they were like, well, he didn't mean to be. I'm like, okay, no, <laughs> he meant to be. <laughs> he just you call it racist. I call it prejudicial. What's, what's okay? worse, being meaning to be racist or not meaning to be racist? Okay. <laughs> They're both pretty terrible. They're both okay? in the same exact boat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, listen, Still listen, racist. Listen. Okay, let's Mika Villas is here while we enjoy her presence. Uh, I am going to cheers. Uh, <laughs> Crack sister. open a cold one. Hell yeah. I'm about to make um three sixteen milkshakes. Um happy yeah, well happy four sixteen. Four fifteen, it's four fifteen. It's the uh, the cut day. Pay your taxes, lose your job, but you know, hey, whatever. Pay your taxes, um, fire I'm... your son. Well, yeah. technically, you got till May seventeenth to do your taxes this year. Yeah, so. it got um, extended well, this you, year. If you owe, you have to have it done by midnight. Oh yeah. So signs for an extension. Exactly. Uh, yeah, fun gauntlet match. Uh, uh, you know, I thought everybody was shined very well. Uh, but moving on. Uh, we have the uh, NXT United Kingdom Championship match where Walter uh, successfully defends his championship against Grandpa Chiampa. I'm never going to stop calling him that. Uh, but you know what? Chiampa, you know, as much as we knew he was going to get beat up, uh, <laughs> he brought something. I mean, Walter's chest was as red as I hadn't seen it in a hot minute. I mean, it was those chops, but it was also those uh, repeated clothesline lariats Ciampa kept hitting him with that Walter just wouldn't go down from. Um, and it's uh, it was a hell of a damn fight, which we knew it would be because we knew Ciampa would bring it against Walter. Um, you know, the ending was a little surprising just in the in the combination of moves with ultimately, you know, the powerbomb, Ciampa rolling through on the powerbomb, and then taking the big running chop right to the chest to kind of finish him off was interesting. I like kind of that style because it, it makes it that, you know, he had been trying to attack Walter's arm because that chop was such a deadly weapon and it came back to be the one, the one straw that broke his back. And, uh, that was a really good match. You know, they, they beat the ever loving hell of each other. Both of those guys were, are probably feeling that match still. Yeah. What a brutal match. Um, I don't think I've seen anybody give it to Walter like that since PCO and Nola three or four. God, how long ago was that now? Three years ago? Yeah. Um, it's been um, a while. Yeah, 34. So that was 37. So math is three. Yeah, three years ago. Um, I His his chest looked like hamburger meat when Ciampa got done with him. But Walter gave Ciampa the exact same amount of punishment. I really enjoyed this match. Two heavy hitters. Um I, I don't think any of us picked Ciampa to win, but, um, you know, he looked good for the showing. He even shaved his head to go back to old. 
he didn't look as Grandpa Champa as he would normally look. Um, but thanks, Brady. I appreciate that. Um, it was it was a good match. It was probably my match of the night for t- for night one. Okay. Maybe I, if if I'm remembering the matches in the in the days that they came, I think it was my match of the night. It's Walter. Yeah. It's Champa. They had. I, I I hate saying this when I see these matches, but they had as India matches you can have on WWE TV, um, because I did expect it to be hard hitting. I didn't expect it to be as brutally hard hitting. And that evidence to show because the WWE doesn't like to have their superstars, even the ugly ones, be unpretty. And this was this was fighting ugly, but it was fighting the way it needed to be for both of these guys. Ciampa didn't need to win. Um, it was Walters to lose. But Walter, uh, God, if you don't know by now, they like Walter and just the dominating presence he brings to the to the WWE ring, whether it be UK or here in America. So, um, loved it, loved it, loved it. And, um, damn, you brought up PCO. I forgot about that match, but hell yeah. That's, yeah, you that's right slammered up that match. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. By the, by the end of that match, I remember coming back with, like, four beers. It was a yep. fun night. And I was uh, babysitter. Mm-hmm. I am always a perfect uh, drunk. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we didn't stay. First of all, we didn't stay either too close to the to, to the proper the city proper or stay too long in Tampa to need to use uh, Eric's uh, services. But uh, it's always Dallas. Some of us, um, were, some of us were banging on doors, screaming about Chelsea Green. Well, but can you blame um, me though? <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll blame her for for for, for the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I thought you know, hey, now kayfabe. Let's remember, Walter had to fly the next morning over to the UK for his uh, title defense uh, against uh, Rampage Brown. And his chest healed very very quickly. Very you know, quickly. He, you know, he's got he's got magic magic chest hairs that he's just Wolverine. basically. Care that boy was using cocoa butter. Y'all don't know the power of cocoa butter. So hey, I know the power of cocoa some butter. Some people in this corner. I got cocoa butter. Yeah. He probably had all three members, all, all three members of Imperium rub each one part of his chest because he probably took all three. Uh, fantastic match. I, I think if anybody has not watched it yet, definitely go on to uh, the, the Peacock uh, Network, or as Danny called it, the WWE Cock Network. And... Uh, of course, if you're outside of the U.S., go to WWE uh, Network. Oh, my God. I almost forgot that was what it was called. Can I, um, I, I just want to say something real quick about WWE Cock. I, I don't hate it. See? I, I, I actually like the fact that it automatically plays the next episode of Raw for me, and I don't yeah. have to back out and then search through all of the year again, exactly. scroll all the way that's, up to the back to January. It's super fucking annoying, and it has a playthrough feature, and I really like it. Now, if I get yeah. to 99, and it starts automatically playing SmackDowns for me in order, I will have no complaints about WWE cock. Oh. So, so all. far, so good. It, you like the cock. Yeah. You like the cock so far. I, I like the well, WWE cock. I don't... 
Now, if it was there, Impact yeah. Cock or AEW Cock, we, we I, I don't know if I would like it as much. Are you but are I, you I saying like that you don't cock. think you'd be a cock whore? Okay, I'm done. Yeah, no, not definitely not. It's it's just I'm just a WWE cock whore. So so basically, what you're saying is not any cock, but you will for the right cock be happy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Can Until they the do something of... stupid, like we're going to talk about later tonight. We, we, we still get an hour before we get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, NXT UK pre- TakeOver Prelude. Oh, no. Not TakeOver. NXT UK Prelude Watch It. Fun match. Also, the number one contender for a Heritage uh, Championship. So, and the tag match with the ladies. Really fun. fun easy one-hour show to watch. Uh, available there now. And let's keep in mind, the Daily Cock is going to take time to get... Right now, Peacock is focused, and I'm going to say this one last time, they're just they're focused on getting all the content over because, hey, people are complaining about their content. Let's get all the content in, and then they can work on how to make it, you know, easy to use. That's how the, that's how the network was in the first place as well. So let's just tranquilo, people. A little patience. All right, next up, uh, what was my match of the of the night of night one? Uh, MSK defeated the Grizzle Young Veterans and Legado del Fantasma to win the tag team championships in NXT. Of course, they won uh, the Dusty Classic, thus earning them a title shot. Then they had a little boo-boo, couldn't wrestle for a little, a very little bit. Now here they are. The title vacant because the champs, uh, because Eddie Burch got hurt. And here we are, triple threat match for the vacant championship. Um, this match had me had, had me going the whole entire time, and uh, it was a really fun, fun match. Uh, you know, I felt like for the first 10, 12 minutes, it was anybody's game. Uh, but once Legado got eliminated and he just left over to MSK and Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, it was MSK's to uh, win and uh, boy, they put a, a great performance to earn those titles. I mean, it was a very fast-paced match as, as you would expect with these teams and having the three teams there. Um, you know, I feel that the right team won. You know, it would have been cool for Legato to win, but uh, I think MSK won, and they, I think they're the, the ones who can be, you know, kind of a, a hardy boys for the new the new generation, so to speak. I think they have the potential to do that, where they can be that young, exciting, fast, um, fun tag team, you know. Um, so hopefully this is just the start for them. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. Um, but knowing WWE's love of tag teams, they'll get called up and they'll have a nice little title run for five minutes and then they'll get split and fired. <clears throat> I I don't think that they're going to get called up anytime soon. I think, uh, yeah, they they like them a lot. They they won the Dusty Cup, like you said. They win the tag team titles here now today. I think that they're going to maybe make a great run and maybe have some more tag teams in the division because right now this was showcasing three of their top tiered tag teams, but you have a huge loss in the tag team division. So maybe the WWE goes out now and kind of 
rebuilds the tag team division to give MSK some more shine. They like these kids, but I don't think they're ready to call them for the main rosters. No, yet. I just meant I just meant in the future. Like I, legit, legitimately though, in NXT, the only is it just Legato, MSK, Grizzled Young Vets, Imperium. They have ever rise, but they don't really ever put them on TV. They're more of a two hundred five team. They got Brizango. Brizango, yeah. yeah I the Bollywood boys there. are kind of two hundred five live team, but they could easily be on a on NXT on as well. Oh yeah, and Maverick and uh, Dane. Maverick and Dane, Dane just yeah. earned number one contendership. So, so they've got a they'll decent be looking little at tag NXT. team division. Yeah, an interesting mix of teams. You, yeah. you had to dig for that. It wasn't just like off the top of your head. Like you, you really had to dig for that. So now I think they're recreating and they're starting over. This is a young team. Mm-hmm. This is a team that they could literally go into the future five, ten years with. And like you said, they are kind of the new age Hardy Boys, meaning that they resonate with the crowds, the younger crowd, the younger generation, their recreational use of you know things and what have you. People know. People get it. So. We'll see. I like the comparison that you made, Danger, about them being the new age Hardy Boys. That's it's kind of on point. Yeah, be fine. Um, and uh, in your main event, uh, you saw the uh, NXT Women's Champion, uh, re- uh not retain, uh, defend uh, her championship against Raquel Gonzalez, and it was less than 13 minutes. Um, you got Big Mommy Cool win the NXT Women's Championship. We have a new champ, and all she, and she had no one to think. Well, not no one, but, of course, she, get, she did give her props to uh, – to one Dakota Kai on, on Wednesday night, oh, Tuesday night. Golly, yes. they're not on Wednesdays anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, she did it. She, I mean, uh, it, she defeated the biggest thing it also days. showed you that you can have a great main event and it doesn't have to go half an hour long. Yep, it can yeah. be, you know, it can be under 15 minutes, it can still be a fantastic match. Both people look great, get their stuff in. Um, you know, you could build story and drama and, you know, have a clear cut decisive winner and it's, you know, and the match not have to go on for 45 minutes. So I was, you know, that was a good thing, but the match itself was really fun, really exciting. You know, I was a little surprised when Raquel won. I didn't think that they were going to pull the trigger and have, have EO go down, but, um, you know, it's, uh, hopefully a good thing because EO had pretty much cleaned out the division. She had beaten all challengers in just yeah. about everybody. So now you have a new champion that opens up the door for all the challengers to go and contest again, have a new variety of matches because now they're facing a very different opponent than they would when they were fighting EO. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's real. I think it's a really good thing. I think it's, you know, I don't know if this means that EO sticks around or that she goes up to the main roster soon, but um, I think it's really good for, you know, the, the weights on Raquel's shoulders now. So it's, up to her if she can perform and have the kind of matches that EO was having as champion. Uh, I really liked this match. Um, as the one on the panel that picked uh, Raquel to uh, win the title. I'm very pleased. Um, 
and that's not a knock to EO. Like you said, Danger, this this match showed we don't have to go an hour for a fantastic main event. Um, more on that later. But it showcased Raquel being the strong girl and EO being, you know, essentially EO, the genius of the sky, all that fun stuff. Um, do I think that's the end of EO's NXT run? Yes. Uh, I don't believe we will be seeing her back. I believe... She has bigger fish to fry, whether that be redfish or bluefish. We're not sure yet, but she's going to be frying them. Um, and, yeah, the weight of the NXT women's division is on Raquel's shoulders. Uh, as we saw Wednesday, she's already got two or three people ready to come at her. Um, and I think that she's going to be game for all challengers. Bring them on. Like, if you had told me Raquel was winning this, I was like, eh, no, she's not ready. She's not ready at all. This girl's way too new. There's no way they're going to, there's no way they trust her like that. There's no way that they want their champion to be this girl. And yeah, I'm totally wrong. But after and watching that match, I was like, all right, I see it now. Um, honestly, I wasn't tuned into any of her singles things. I'd watched her with Dakota, whatever, and I'm like, all right. Whatever. Big Mommy cool, you know. Let's be honest. Kevin Nash wasn't the dominant world champion, and he wasn't somebody that you looked at as the star in the groups that he was with. Uh. But this girl, you know, they they have something in her, and it, and it shows, and it shows in her work. And now that I'm getting more and more information about her, learning about how it was with her in the PC coming up alongside, like, Rhea Ripley and... And Bianca as well, too. But, you know, being a a big girl in the WWE system, that's tough because there's not a whole lot of big girls in the WWE system. So the fact that they trust her enough and they believe in her enough to put her at the top of this this division, and this is a division that gets a lot of attention, Mm -hmm. um, showcases that they think she's ready. And we're going to watch as um, the evolution there of Miss... Raquel continues to go on. I will say I saw her first ever match in WWE. Well, her first ever match, point blank, uh, which seems to be a theme going into who's going to leave WWE champions over the weekend. Uh, I saw her first ever match uh, at the Mae Young Classic and was not impressed with her at all. And over the last year with her work with Rhea as R&R, moving into her work with Dakota and then like now with her single stuff, like I, I get it. I, she was just green at the time she needed work and she put in the work and now she's a champion. Like kudos to her. I guess that's why Dakota and Raquel were only tag champs for 35 minutes. They had bigger plans. This is why you always need to trust the system. Bro, Even in Saturdays like today. Yeah, we're well, supposed to shock the system. You can do both, all right? You can do both. Uh, look, for me, there was always a question mark when it came to Raquel. And I even, I think I even said this when we were watching the shows. Like, is she going to be... Uh, like Diesel, she gave me like the great Kali. I just wasn't sure. She hadn't really shocked me, really gotten my attention. But uh, I think, you know, timing is everything. 
but also time is everything. And I think giving them just enough time for it to look good and they can work on the rest. Uh, but yeah, ending uh, Eos reign, the fourth longest NXT women's title reign in history. Um, definitely no feet, easy feet, but she didn't do that. Uh, and at the end of night one, she stood. Um, and now, well, here we go. Night two, it's time to deliver. And not, uh, and then in, I guess we got, I did forget, Zoe Stark defeated Tony Storm in the pre show match. Tony Storm losing in the pre show match. Kind of weird. She yeah, was a wrestling for the championship at the last takeover, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in, uh, in, in the, Pre-show match for night two, we get Killing Dane and Drake Maverick defeating Breezango uh, to earn a tag team championship match, which they would, of course, uh, cash in on on, on Tuesday night. Uh, uh, but then we open up with uh, my uh, my match of night two and actually my match of the both takeovers here with Santos Escobar defeating... Jordan Devlin to become the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight champion in a ladder match all by himself. Well, there was that one like minute where, where Legato came down and and attacked, but then they left. So at the end of the night, he stood all by himself to defeat Devlin and no longer be the interim champion. But undisputed champion. Nobody else can say they're champion but Escobar at the end of the night. It's all about the legado. It's all about the familia. Yes. For, for well, at least for that night. He was able to reign supreme amongst the land of the cruiserweights. Fantastic match. I, I you know, ladder matches are, are I, I feel like ladder matches have always been hard to pull. Uh, you know, you, you always think back to the original, right, uh, at WrestleMania 10, and then you think about the very infamous ladder match with the Hardys um, and Edge and Christian, you throw the Dudleys in the TLC match, and then, you know, it's always hard when you see people in ladder matches because that feels like sometimes like an easy gimmick to put out there. But, man, I really enjoyed this one. I felt like this one, I felt fresh, and, yeah, I, I was all about it. I was hyped up. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely really good match. You know, I hadn't really seen much of Devlin because I've never really watched the UK product, but uh, but he looked really good in this match. Uh, you know, and it, and it seems that he may be sticking around NXT away from the UK brand for at least a little bit. Well, he, he's um, also uh, a pupil of the Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. That's what, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's a trainee of, of Devitt. Um, of Finn Balor, but uh, so I, I, you know, it seems that he'll be sticking around for a little bit, I guess, as he's you know maybe got the visa to stick and stay in the U.S. Um, so I'm excited to see a little bit more from him. Uh, but yeah, Santos Escobar was the one that 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 should have been champion, and he is the champion, and uh, he looked great in his victory. Yeah, good match, good ladder match. You know, like you said, Patrick, sometimes they just kind of throw a ladder match in there as a gimmick. Um, 
where it's more, you know, abuse of the ladder than really much of anything else until it's time to climb. But I, I think these guys actually had a really good match where the ladder wasn't the focal point a lot of the time. Um, I, I have seen a little bit of Devlin. Don't really care too much for Devlin, especially with everything that came out last year. But um, uh, the right man won. Santos should have been cruiserweight champion. They should have left Devlin over in the UK, uh, changed it to the NXT UK title, whatever. The interim title should have never been the interim, whatever, whatever. Uh, Santos deserved it. Santos won with help from his friends. But, I mean, we we get by with a little help from our friends, right? So Damn it, I was going to say that. Sorry. Sorry, Mika. <laughs> um, but yeah, fantastic uh, perfect match. Plug, perfect time to plug uh, the new Wonder Years coming out later this year, not next year, I believe. On the uh, WWE coming Con? to your streaming service near you. Um, I don't know if it's coming on the Peacock, but yeah, Wonder Why Years. Wonder Years, that's weird. Yeah, they're remaking everything. They remake so everything. They're remaking right. everything. But yeah, no, they, they, it's actually, I'm looking forward to it. They released the, the photo of the family and everything. Yeah. Lee Daniels is running this show, so it's, I, I like Lee Daniels and the stuff he does. So I'm not, it's going to be on ABC. So. Okay. Yeah. So thank you, Disney. Um, we appreciate you. All right, uh, and yeah, so next up, where were we? Uh, Cruiserweight Championship, and followed up with the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match where Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart uh, add another L to the way. Cheating. Because it's everybody that surrounds themselves as when Johnny Gargano are... are Losers. It was blatant cheating. I saw hair pulling. I saw tight pulling. Um, for an objects being used, uh, Shotzi had uh, projectiles, which have been strictly prohibited from WWE arenas, um, according to the lady with my bottle caps Saturday. But you know, <laughs> but you know, this bitch can come out in a full blown tank and shoot shit. But I can't have a bottle cap. Um, new, new feud of the year. That was uh, <laughs> that was. Uh, I wasn't comfortable. I was not happy. But anyway, whatever. Um, uh, cheated. They cheated. Um, Shotzi and Ember should be ashamed of themselves for being cheating McCheatersons. And yeah, um, this. Me and Johnny are already on the uh, the the. Change.org's trying to get this loss expunged from the, the d- official WWE record book. and You and Johnny having a rough week, aren't you? Look. Both of you. Me and Johnny, we have to stick together, okay? Because, you know, the way is family, and we're a family. So we, we just have to stick together in these trying times with the conspiracies, with, the, with kidnappings. With all this that's stuff not that's... a kidnapping. You're you and Johnny and the family about to get a new person into it, but you know the girls lost. <clears throat> Whatever, it's okay. Leave, leave Indy Loomis alone. 
Brady was not happy about that, so thank um, you. My, my line of, I think my line of the weekend, I think, was, I wish I had known that before I bought all these bottles. I mean, shit. She could have told me that I couldn't have the fucking bottle caps because I literally was like, I'm getting all my drinks so I don't have to get the fuck back up at all during WrestleMania. Oh, you can't have bottle caps. What the fuck am I supposed to do with four drinks in my hand, dumbass? Ugh, I was so mad. He was, people. He was. Stupid. How the fuck am I going to yeet a bottle cap, like, three miles to the fucking ring, spot on, hit somebody in the head, and kill him? I didn't know I could throw that good. You're a Tom Brady The best part is this was Saturday afternoon. Like, as soon as we entered the arena for the very first time. Had a handful of merch, a poncho, and all kinds of shit. And I still have to carry four damn drinks. Anyways. Alright. Yes. So, tag team bench. Women retain. It was good. It was fun. You know? Uh, I like kind of the the double. Um, It it was kind of a stack-em-up, but it 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 wasn't exactly... Uh, when she did the eclipse, it was kind of like one of them tried to take the blow for the other, rather than her catching both. It you know on full mm-hmm. effect, but it was it was interesting. And then and then Shotzi went up with the uh, the big senton to uh, to finish him off. Um, but the match was fun. I thought everybody looked really good. Ember and Shotzi continue to look great as champions. Um, I really liked the pairing. Uh, and, you know, I'm interested to see who steps up as challengers now because there's not really a whole lot of other what I would consider a strong regular team yeah. on NXT right now. You know, you have a couple thrown togethers. You have a couple people that have, you know, teamed together a few times maybe, but I wouldn't consider them a consistent team um, or group, you know, kind of like the way is. Right. Uh, so I'm excited to mention that. Is there anybody? I'm excited to see – I mean, there's like Kamea and Aaliyah, but they're not. They're they're kind of like a thrown. They're kind of like a a couple team, and then there's you know you'd have to put like you could do Gigi and uh, what's her face again. Whatever her face. PK um, you know, and what's her face. We what do not. The, her name's her name's Gigi. It's 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 her name now. No. Girl's name. The other girl, Blair Onyx or whatever. Not. Oh yeah. Whatever That's her new name is, Cora, Cora Jade, Cora, Cora Jade, yeah. So okay. her and Cora were part of the the Dusty Tag team. You know, they could could come back, but yet again, I don't know if you know they have. It's not like they've been teaming together regularly since. Um, yeah, Marina and Jessamine, but Jessamine's kind of taking an office job. And Marina's, you know, be it, you know, she's got to deal with her husband who's out of work now, yeah. so <laughs> she might have to get a job somewhere else. And, and take care of him because he had to, he you know resigned. So she's got to pay Jesus. the nine to five. She's got to she's got to mm-hmm. maybe get a job and pay the. Can one chef uh, Ronda for, right now for the strong family? She's still out there. Yeah, trying to make uh, uh, uh you know impregnation vacation. Yeah, there you go. That's what we call it. That's what she called it on one time. She called it impregnation vacation. I mean, that is such a WWE thing to say. I mean, she's learned very well. Yep. She is a sports entertainer. Absolutely. We miss you, Rhonda. Come back soon. Um, Shockingly agree with that, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, because it's either her or you get Charlotte. And, uh, 
What's the? We already got Charlotte. Yeah. It's terrible. More later. With a new face. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny Gargano defeats uh, Bronson Reed with the assist Austin Theory. You might even think you might have to give Austin the win uh, to retain the North American Championship. Let's just say the way defeated um, Bronson Reed to retain the North American Championship. Yes, yeah, so all by himself, Johnny Gargano, the hardest working man in the business, the best wrestler in the business, pulled out an improbable win over a man probably about six times the size. I don't know how big Bronson is, but, you know, wow. Johnny Johnny just continues to amaze. Johnny's tiny, so Bronson's very big, so it makes him like six or eight times bigger because mm-hmm. Johnny's just a very small man. Exactly. Exactly. See, see, Danger got it. Danger got it. Johnny's um, not a Smurf size. I mean, sure, Bronson's big, but it took two people, and Austin Theory is not a little person like Johnny. One. It only took one. One and a half, okay, to beat Bronson. But the whole shebang, the cat's pajamas, the bee's knees, retains his North American championship, and it's going nowhere until Johnny Wrestling slash Johnny Takeover decides that it's time to relinquish it. Like Asuka. Just like Asuka. You know, Asuka never Jesus lost the belt. Asuka never lost the belt. Neither will Johnny. Johnny will, Johnny will just hand it over with a fake... Uh, what did they say? that She tore her shoulder or something and then showed up on Raw the next night. That's exactly what Johnny's going to do. He's going to te- tear his back from, from carrying NXT for all these years. And then show up on Monday Night Raw. You know what's going to happen to Johnny? Dexter Loomis is going to take that title from him. And he's going to take his daughter. Nope. Impossible. Well, he's already kidnapped her. He's already kidnapped her. She was smiling and giving a thumbs up, okay? I don't know if that's Stockholm Syndrome, but she looked happy. (laughs) As I've said... You see how happy she was when she came back? As I said in our group message, this is the official The Way... Distress signal in our handbook, <laughs> in our official handbook. It's page 86, section 3, <laughs> paragraph 9, sentence 4. Mm-mm. No. Because when she came back from getting cleared, the girlfriend's hair was messed up and she looked like she was glowing. Who knows and what she social... was going through? And on Six. social media. Yeah. And on social media, all of her posts afterwards have been nothing but positively happy about the situation positively happy that she got out of the situation i agree mm, positively happy that she was in the mix that's what that was i'm not that mad she, at that her she, that she got the wwe cock is what she did mm-hmm. the she, NXT she, cock. Her, <laughs> her subscription is fully paid up okay she can get it at any time y'all I'm are just cuckoo saying. bananas Mm-hmm. Well, cuckoo, and eh, that's another word in uh, another language. But the banana, she got the banana and everything. I'm sure Dexter gave it to her. Anyway, that that is the way she liked it. That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I can't like believe it. that you guys are making light of a of such a traumatic <laughs> situation. Such traumatic. Yeah, I wish that man would kidnap me. You think my voice is bad now? <laughs> 
screaming would be happy, okay? Andy didn't like she screamed. She like she was happy as hell, though. Just saying. Yeah. Listen, she even changed her Twitter name uh, to, to Indy Loomis. How, how tra- traumatized no, is she? No, Mrs. Indy even Loomis, worse, Wrestling see? Loomis. And any bad, any bad decisions that she's making, you blame it on bad parenting. Bad leadership, okay? <laughs> Attitude reflects leadership, okay? If you learn anything from Remember the Titans, it's two things. Do not let them cross another yard and attitude reflects leadership. Okay? Okay, I remember neither of those things from Remember the Titans, <laughs> but you know what I do remember? Left side, strong side. I remember hashtag index. Okay. <laughs> Which again is, is a distress signal in our handbook. <laughs> Um, really? Because that's the that's what he drew and gave to her, and she a happy camper. Didn't look distressed to me at all. We I, I, next time next time that we hang out, Mika. I'll oh Jesus Christ, Chelsea. <laughs> um, sorry. Next time that we're we're together, I'll bring my official The Way handbook. Um, Please do. I would love to see this masterpiece of literature. Oh, Jesus Christ, Chelsea. Yeah. Anyways, uh, continue. Let's see. Um, yeah, I listened to that podcast. Um, right? Uh, let's see. Where was I? Probably somewhere in Danny's mind. But can you please get the show on? Uh, look, we can't miss two. We 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 almost reached one hour. We haven't gotten to the biggest show of the year. Uh, okay. Karen Cross defeated Finn Balor. To win the NXT Championship, tick tock, tick tock. Uh, man, uh, this match was close for a moment there. I had this as my match of the, of the takeovers, uh, but you know, just kept going back and forth after a while in the rewatch, uh, just to make sure because uh, this is uh, also pretty good. Uh, you get Finn Balor, you know, you're gonna get a fantastic match uh, anytime. Uh, and this Balor, I think, has been more motivated than uh, than 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 he's been back from his injury after he uh, had to relinquish the uh, the Universal Championship. Uh, and yeah, I I think I, I think we are we're going to cross. Uh, I was thinking maybe Balor would retain if Cross just moves up to the main roster, but I guess they want to give Cross a, a, another. A run. I'm still not sure about Cross. No, Cross seems like he's a bad guy, but he's over like Rover. That CWC crowd loved him on Tuesday night, and they, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 cheered when he won uh, the championship. So it's kind of like I'm still, I I I, I don't understand. Uh, I'm, I'm confused, but uh, but great match. That's why I had to ask you guys. Technically, who the hell's the heel in this match? Because Cross was over like Rover, and he played to the crowd. Yeah, I think Cross was kind of supposed to be the heel, but because he was getting positive reactions, he kind of he kind of rolled with them. They just um, you know the, them. the entrance is big and cool. You know, mm-hmm. it looks really cool. He's got a he's got a beautiful woman by his side, which always helps guys get over. Um, you know, and, and then he's just the, he's just this monster destroyer. He had this fantastic match with Balor, 
you know, Bauer looked great, but Cross, it was ultimately there to make Cross, you know, as a star. And I think that's one of the things that that match did well. Um, is it made Cross, you know, no matter what Bauer threw at him, Cross kept coming back and kept coming back strong, kept coming back strong. Um, you know, several times he thought Bauer could have had him, but Cross kept coming and coming and coming. And ultimately, Bauer, you know, Cross stood strong and powerful. He didn't just, you know, barely get by. He didn't just, you know, pass through with his big move. He stood tall and strong at the end. And I think that's the big thing is he's going to be, you know, showing that he's going to be a difficult champion for somebody else to dethrone. Yeah, I still think we'd still be in probably the midst of the the first cross title reign, whether or not uh, it well, had he not get injured. um, I don't think they would have taken the belt off cross by now. Um, Who knows? They may have. But or they may have done it like they just did with Balor, took it off of him, giving it to Balor. But um, Cross, I feel like Cross is your total package. You know, you've got a great in-ring worker. Uh, homie's in fantastic shape, and I mean, he's got Scarlet Bordeaux. What more could you ask for? Um, his presentation's great. Um, somebody that's a casual fan mentioned to me, he was like. How cool would it be to hear 60,000 people screaming fall and pray at a WrestleMania in two or three years? Which, you know, yeah, that 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 would be a fantastic visual. Um, but uh, this was probably my match of night two. Uh, I, I, probably my match of the weekend. Or not weekend. Uh, the match of TakeOver. Zzz. But yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested to see who's next for cross and what's next for Balor. I'm not sure if he's done with the next Um, I don't think he wants to go back up to the main roster and I don't think I blame him. Um, it's going to be interesting. The whole landscape of NXT has changed with these last two days. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. Who's next, though? Just, just hope it's not Goldberg. Nah, Goldberg wouldn't wouldn't waste his time. On well, thankfully Goldberg wouldn't waste his time. Yeah. Um. And then in your main event of the evening, or or as I like to call it, a whole other show altogether, just for like night three or takeover. Um. This match went like an hour. Forty plus minutes. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly defeats Adam Cole in a sanctioned, unsanctioned match. I say sanctioned because you know they had to sign contracts. And, or do you sign a contract? No, they had to sign waivers saying that saying that NXT wasn't liable. That's what they signed. Still, whatever. And that's why the referee wasn't in a referee shirt because you can't have a referee for an unsanctioned match. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a fun match. It had its ups and downs. Uh, it's the ups and downs. I said already. Um, uh, yeah, and but I, I, I was into the story. I really was, and you know, the, the family just you know, people just can't get along. Poor Bobby. What must Bobby be thinking? He was like, guys, you're leaving. I'm still here. Hold on. Let's talk about this. Uh, no, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole just. Basically, try to trash each other, and uh, you know they went through the uh, the gimmick uh, entrance 
path thingy. I guess better to go through it than sliding and falling on it. Um, but yeah, it's what else. Pick your poison. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, 40 minutes though. I mean, it's uh, better be the last time. Can't I can't I can't I can't watch this more than more times than I think you've done enough. It's over. Undisputed. Over. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. Um long as hell, but it was a good match. Um I think my favorite part of the entire match was what we saw on Wednesday or Jesus, that's gonna get a lot. That's gonna get confusing. On Tuesday, when they showed the uh, what happened after Takeover went off the air, and they're both getting loaded into an ambulance, and uh, Adam Cole is still screaming at Kyle that he's a piece of shit and that he's not better than him, even though he just whooped his ass <laughs> in, a, in a fight. But um, great match, great spots. Um, I would I would have shaved a little bit off. Uh, Forty minutes, a little bit too long. Uh, there was so many falsies, and I'm I'm not I'm not one for nine thousand false finishes. It just it takes my disbelief away. If you want to, if if that's the way to say it, like you 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 know you don't kick out of the Stone Cold Stunner. You don't, you don't really kick out of the rock bottom. Taker tombstones you until, you know, he, he reaches Shawn Le- Michaels and then he kicks out of that 18,000 times, which is why that match is overrated. But I just, I don't do falsies. And there was too many in this. Um, To me, the match didn't really feel as long as it went. I don't know if I'm in the minority on that, but... um. You know, I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the story. It was telling. You know, I really like both guys, and so I wanted to see a big definitive conclusion to this. Um, you know, so hopefully this will be it, and one of them will go somewhere else so you you know, so you know, don't have this big unsanctioned fight, and then they keep fighting a bunch of times. You know, like that's the thing that irritates me with gimmick matches sometimes is like they have a Hell in a Cell match or a cage match or something that, sh- that you know, that – feels like it should be the last match these two have for quite mm-hmm. some time. But then they're fighting again a week later, two weeks later, um, you know, in just regular matches again. So, you know, I hope this is the end. I hope they keep them apart. I hope, you know, maybe Adam stays off TV for a few weeks and then maybe shows up on Raw or SmackDown or, you know, one of them leaves NXT basically. Because, in, you know, you can't – where do you go from this is the thing. You know, unless you do one more unsanctioned match, loser leaves NXT kind of thing. But even then, that would seem kind of redundant. So, yeah. um, I I did enjoy it, and the finish, you know, looked pretty brutal. A lot of things looked brutal in the match. Um, you know, they both pretty took a took a pretty darn heavy beating. Um, you know, of course, the right guy won. Kyle needed his revenge. Um, and you know, but neither guy really looked looked bad in during the match. Both guys come out looking great still when it's over, um, which is what you want from a match like that. Yeah. Uh, this is the end, though. This has to be the end. I, I don't think yeah. any other way you can continue it. 
what's next if if it's not like what are we gonna do a uh, uh, Bobby Fish hangs on a in a shark cage match above the ring while they like have a hell in a cell inferno match like that, that'd be funny they already um, beat the shit out of each other for forty minutes Bobby like, Fish what, what else do we fish need? on a pole match with no rules you know fish on a pole match yeah, yeah. goodness mm-hmm. no nah, you say that for me no this has got to be it yeah um so. So looking at it, now, now let's kind of take a quick look at what's, what's going on. We've already saw um, the first ever um, Tuesday night NXT episode uh, on USA Network. Uh, it, it did well. Uh, and, you know, Roddy Strong, he's done. He's putting his papers. I'm assuming he's going to go to the main roster. If not, he'll go. Good luck in ROH or AEW. Um, but yeah, so if he's going to the main roster, Adam Cole, is he ready for? I mean, is he the one that's going to go? Is he going to resign? I mean, let's talk about him and his contract. I think Kyle O'Reilly will stay and, and he'll probably move up. Um, I think that if not, he'll he'll the one that stays in NXT. Uh, but yeah. What's what's next for uh for our good old undisputed era? I think you have to you have to keep them apart. You have to send one of them somewhere, um, you know. But one of the thing one of the big things too is uh, I think it's best if you keep them you know keep them apart, keep them off TV for a while, selling the injuries and not just the physical scars but the emotional scars from this kind of match. What they had to, what they had to, the kind of mindset they had to get into to do this to somebody else. I think that's something that needs to be sold as well. Um, but you know that, um, that's it. You got to pretty much just, you know, they're being dispersed to the wind. Roddy's, you know, Roddy's going somewhere, who knows where, and um, then, uh, you know, so you have to put Kyle somewhere. You got to put. Got to put Adam somewhere to keep them all apart because otherwise, there's you're going to want to see pe- people are going to either want to see them get back together or fight each other. So you have to separate them. I think is the thing. So here's 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 the interesting thing. Roddy turned in his papers. You know he's he's quote unquote gone. Uh, assume let's let's just assume he goes to Raw or SmackDown. Cole goes to Raw or SmackDown, whichever one you know Roddy doesn't go to, and then. Kyle stays in NXT. Yep. What? It, uh, where does Bobby fit in when he comes well, back? I, does Bobby come he back? Told, I think he may just come back as a singles competitor. Yeah, so. I, I think that they will try to feed mm. Kyle to Karrion Cross. Then yeah. after that, Bobby gets back. You get give Red Dragon one more shot. Um, but what do you do? You call him Red Dragon? No, obviously not. Because you don't call him Undisputed Era. Probably don't call them Red Dragon. They probably give them a different name, yeah. maybe, or they're just Fish and O'Reilly. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, on one hand, I like it. On the other hand, I feel like you you just kind of have to let everybody go their separate ways at this point. No, like I there, I know that there's been no heat between Fish and yeah Kyle or Fish and Fish and Adam or Fish and Rob. Well, that's because but... Fish is never healthy enough to have beef with any of these guys. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, that's that's. But I mean, my my thing is is Bobby's the elder statesman of no. UE. And he's supposed to be the voice of reason, but he's not there to be the voice of reason. So it all fell apart. 
he he leaves for five minutes and they burn down everything. These damn these <laughs> damn kids burn the house down while he's gone. But but it has me wondering if if he's even going to come back. What like I don't know if he's coming back actively or if he's going to maybe do something training wise because I mean, Fish is pushing fifty, isn't he? No, he's not that old. He's like forty. He's early forties. But his body has taken a lot of He's injuries the last actually. four or five years. Um, that's the problem too. Is not just at his age, but he's taken a lot of heavy injuries the last, mm-hmm. you know, several years, and, and a lot of them surgeries. on his knees too. Yeah, well, surgery on his knee that you know he was wearing that big brace when he first came back. Um, you know, you could definitely tell his momentum was slowed down from his return. Um, so, you know, it it may be time for him to kind of move into a different stage. Does he go into try commentary? Does he go to training position? Does he go to manage people? Maybe, um, you know, I mean, there's, there's different options for him because he is a good speaker. You know, he was always the much better speaker between him and him and O'Reilly. I felt, mm-hmm. um, and he didn't really get that big a chance to speak because you had Adam doing all the talk, the main talking for undisputed era. You know, so Bobby really didn't get a chance to shine in that. So I think that's an area that he could still shine and and do some good, is is as a personality rather than necessarily as a wrestler. Agree, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, NXT is on Tuesday nights now. Um, yeah, they they'll do well. They'll be fine. Everything's okay. We'll see. And you know, they got. They keep saying the biggest class uh, they've ever had in the PC coming in, and a lot of talent still going through. And uh, yeah, uh, but we'll we'll see what, what happens. I mean, we'll just keep on talking about it until we see. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and keep on churning on as we are one hour in, and we got one hour left, uh, fifty-eight minutes to be exact. Glad we're not watching a match this week. Uh, but okay. WrestleMania, man, WrestleMania, WrestleMania in front of fans, twenty-five thousand plus in attendance. Three of us what uh, as wrong? part of that. Shout out to uh, Eddie, um, as well, uh, our buddy here with with us. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a fun night, uh, fun two nights uh, of WrestleMania back in business. Of course, uh, we start the show first of all. Uh, okay. I know, Eric, you were very excited about avoiding stage spoilers and yep. wanting to walk in the, uh, the stadium and see the stage for the first time and embrace being there. Your, so I want to get your thoughts. I don't really have time to ask you about it. Your thoughts on what it felt like to walk in, look at it, and look at that shit. I loved it. Um, I really would have liked to seen what was going to happen with the sales um, had uh, it not had a thunderstorm. But um, just the whole presentation of the stage looked really well. The The pirate ship that they built looked ten times bigger and better than the one that Raymond James currently has. I loved the... Um, you know the the not the staging the ring the stuff surrounding the ring was good it just all looked really well um 
I liked it a lot better than our WrestleMania stage at 34. But granted, they're in an outdoor arena. They can do more things than a domed arena. So I really liked it. I thought it was well done. Mickey Villas, I think not only was the arena great, and not only was the atmosphere great, but man, they pyroed the heck out of Raymond James Stadium. Mm-hmm. They bought, you know, if you drive into Florida, there's signs everywhere. Fireworks is actually fireworks here. Get your fireworks. They bought every piece of firework, every piece of pyro. They hired pyromaniacs. Um, they did everything but set the place. Wait, no, they did. They even set the place on fire. I mean, I've been to a lot of WWE shows, WrestleManias, Raws, you know, before the lack of pyros and everything. Even with Kane's entrance back in the day, um, that pyro, that fire was like enough to tan your skin. This was a hundred times more, a thousand times even more than they've ever done before. So I don't know if it was just because they were super happy to have an outdoor arena where they could do such extravagant fireworks and maybe take a shot at the quote-unquote competition or just the fact that, you know, they had a pyro budget that was just sitting there unused and they were like, you know, blow it all up, blow your load now, the cock, blow your cock out. (laughs) So it was great. I loved it. Uh, I think this explains why there was lack of pyro in the uh, explosion death match between Omega and Moxley. Um, Vince McMahon probably bought all the pyro in Florida months in advance. And, you know, and AEW didn't have much left to play with. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, All right. So let's let's go ahead and go back. We are welcomed to WrestleMania, but none other than Vince Kennedy McMahon himself and the entire roster, at least what was part of the roster. There were a couple of uh, people missing there, but most of the roster comes out and welcomes us to WrestleMania. Um, of course, we had uh, Friday uh, Friday night Smack, WrestleMania SmackDown the previous night. Uh, that was fun, uh, but then. Uh, the show shows us here, and we're open up with the WWE Championship, where the CEO of the Hurt Business, membership of two, uh, defeated Drew McIntyre by submission. He made uh, made McIntyre pass out uh, to retain uh, the WWE Championship. Uh, I don't know who was... Um, the biggest loser, just uh, uh, McIntyre, or you know, down under. Um, I was saddened that Drew didn't come out to Broken Dreams because he had always said when when people returned back, Mania, he was going to come back. So somebody along the way decided, no, we're going to stick with your current music because of what you've been using. So sad he didn't come out to Broken Dreams. Same. Um. Sad that he lost, actually, because I've still never really been a big Lashley fan. The guy's just bland to me. And the full Nelson is a shit finish, okay? It's a sh- it's it's like a shoot move. I get it. It can really hurt. You know, it can put you to sleep because it compresses your, your chest and your neck and stuff, and you can't really breathe, and you can fall, you know, you can pass out to it. 
but it's shitty. Okay, it's it looks it doesn't look definitive and strong. Okay, not um, like the master lock. You're right. The master lock was shite too. Come on, they're all the. It's the same fucking move. I know the hurt lock, the master lock, just different guys doing it. Okay, it's still a shitty move. <laughs> they, they didn't even so, bother. The oh my god, I got it. Hurt lock, like like hurt business or hurt locker kind of. No, thing. no, no, no. Lashley was the first one to break the master lock, so he He's got handed successor. the master lock and changed it to the hurt lock. I thought Look Big Show this broke it before form. Lashley did. Because uh, he, he almost get it did. on Big Show. He almost he couldn't did. Even get his and hands Master... to lock on Big Shows. I thought he almost so. did, and then Masters like kicked him in the dick and then locked it in on him. I don't think he did that at the show because I don't think he could actually fit it on show. He probably kicked oh. him in the dick because he did it to Sean at one point when Sean was like about to break it. He kicks him in the dick and then and then put it, you know, locked it in on him. Okay, again. maybe that's what I'm thinking about. I'm not um, sure. Um, I don't think he could get it on show just because show's shoulders were so big. Yeah, touche, touche. You might be right. I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of that 05 era of Raw because it was bad. <laughs> um, yeah, the Mass Lock Challenge was shite. But I'm saying. I enjoyed the match. It was pretty good. You know, two two big guys hard hitting. I expect a little more from it, but uh, you know, it was the opener. So they're gonna come out strong, but at the same time, like you don't want to do everything because you wanna leave you know, you wanna leave some stuff for everybody else to enjoy mm-hmm. and everybody else to do in their matches on night one and night two. But I felt it was kinda cool to have the championship match start out, you know, because Drew had said he wanted to start out. WrestleMania, he wanted to be the first one to walk out to fans, and he was. Um, and he got a pretty good, you know, got a pretty good reception. He got a good pop. He kind of messed up his sword stabbing a little bit, didn't get it all the way in there before the explosion happened. But uh, but everything else looked pretty good. A man didn't get it in in time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. So this, yeah, this was our first match. Thirty minutes into WrestleMania after. Uh, Beautiful After rain, we had delay. The rain, rain delay. Yep. On After we learned who can uh, who can shoot on the fly with promos. Uh, spoiler alert: not very many. Um, spoiler alert: Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and New Day and Seth Rollins. And, and then people wonder why they're so scripted. But, yeah. 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 Um, fantastic match. Um, I will say that the the open got me. Um, with Vince coming out thanking us, uh, teared up a little bit. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie at all. Uh, it touched me. I, you know, made a sappy post about why on Facebook, but you know, whatever. Um, these two hosses killed each other. Great match. Um, I like Lashley. I've always kind of liked Lashley, even if he, even if he has been bland. I always thought he could get it done in the ring. And um, he showed that by beating Drew, which it had had I heard the opening chords of Broken Dreams, I would have flipped my pick right in the middle of that match because Drew ain't losing when he comes out to Broken Dreams anymore. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a fantastic opener, way to open the show and give uh, Drew what he wanted after carrying the company of, for a lot of last year, letting him be the first one out. It was a good match. Um, I think what made it better was the fact that it was WrestleMania and it was in front of a live crowd. I think that's where the excitement 
kind of happened because Drew, you know, his WrestleMania last year was empty arena mania. And it wasn't the same. Even sitting at home watching, it wasn't the same. So Drew out there, you know, did I expect him to win? I actually did. Am I, you know, upset about him losing? Not really, because Drew is the type, he doesn't need the title. He's better um, for me chasing after these titles and the holding it and fending off people. So it, it's a good way to start Mania. Because um, you really never expect champions to lose, especially at Mania. But it's a, it was a great way to start it off after, like you guys said, the rain delay or what have you. Um, just kind of get everybody hype and going. Yeah, Broken Dreams is the jam. I'm not going to lie, but maybe next year. But think about think about what you just said, though, that Drew doesn't need the title. A year ago, would any of us sitting here would have been like, oh, yeah, Drew doesn't need the title. He's too good for it. That's how much that man has improved over the last 12 months. It's fantastic. It's good character development. Like... 12 months ago, I would have said, oh, no, Drew, Drew needs the belt. But now, nah, he's good without it for a while. Yeah, he can go back to having, like, shorter feuds on TV, you know, when it's just hard-hitting good matches. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be in the title picture necessarily to make it seem important. And while he doesn't need to be in the title picture, uh, he did win a number one contender uh, title match uh, on Monday night. And he will be challenging Bobby Lashley uh, on uh, May the 16th at WrestleMania Backlash. Live on WWE Network outside of the U.S. Horrible, horrible name. Yeah. What in the... Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty true. Backlash is... is, is uh, You understand it's Backlash from WrestleMania. You don't have to say WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, we know. We've watched wrestling for 25, 30 years. We know. We know what right. backlash is. They we're maximizing like, the, the, like the name real? WrestleMania. There's going to be Wrestle, WrestleMania right. Bash. It's going to be WrestleMania Series. It's they little... already do when they do house shows. It's the WrestleMania Revenge, the Revenge Tour. Tour. Yeah. It's yeah. Be WrestleMania SummerSlam. Yeah, right after Mania. Summer WrestleMania. Summer. Are we going to have WrestleMania WrestleMania? Who knows? Well, well we, we did this have, year. We, we have do WrestleMania have it because it's two nights. Yeah, WrestleMania Saturday and WrestleMania Sunday is what they kept calling in the commentary. Mm-hmm. And we'll have WrestleMania Monday. We already have WrestleMania two. SmackDown. The Raw after WrestleMania. I mean... Let's just name the entire show WrestleMania. Let's just rebrand. Let's just call this WWE-mania. WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe he's trying to do it like the Super Bowl. You know you gotta pay every time you say Super Bowl. Like on broadcast so that's why they call it the big game is coming up so maybe he's trying to use it so much and get it all like branded out where it's like you gotta pay every time you say it hey all right next up vince vince money hungry crazy next time Mm. next up tag team turmoil match with the slip seen around the world. Well, actually, double slip. Thank you. The slip mandy rose didn't slip john cena super kicker (laughs) um uh, the tag teams, uh, Lana, Naomi, Billy Kay, and Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Mandy. Dana Brooke is still employed. Dana Brooke and Mandy yeah. Rose, the Riot Squad, and Natalia, and Tamina. Is she? She is not. She no. is not hot. Yeah. No. Even yeah, even with is. all the plastics. No, she is not. Even no, with you all know the why she's still employed? She is, yeah. 
She's still employed because they need to get her paycheck to dock her for showing booby. That's why she's still employed. They can't relinquish her pay. Dana she didn't show booby. Mandy yes, she did. No, I it was Dana. Mandy who slipped out. No, mm -mm. no. Uh, Man Mandy slipped out. Mandy slipped out. Replay at least. <laughs> yeah, Dana slipped out. Uh, but honestly, though, you know, it is a single white female thing happening because Dana has gotten enough surgery that she's kind of looking like Mandy. And mm. I'm not just saying all people look alike, but this chick is really trying to look like Mandy. So that's where you make your mistake at. It's like, oh, it's the same girl. No, it's the damn doppelganger. She's trying to take that girl's life over. Somebody might want to call Dateline for real. Wow. Yeah. Um, Dateline, is that still on? Yeah. So know. we had this match. So we had a match. And yeah, that match, the match Natalia the match and Camila won. There were some good. There were some good moments to the match. You know, the like Riot really Squad looked really good. Okay, the Riot Squad looked really good in there as well. You know, some good combinations and stuff from them. Um, you know, but sadly they did not win. It was very the, sad. It was the old folks team, basically. Uh, I love Natty. I love her. She's wonderful. But she's kind of they're they're the they're the crusty old vets basically. You leave her, and her, and her sparkly boobies alone. I wouldn't call. Her I crusty. said I love her. She's wonderful. She's a treasure. Okay, but she has been with WWE for a long time, and for the last like four or five years, has really just kind of flown under the radar. Hasn't really done a lot. You know, she was she was champion very very briefly, basically as a transition. Very briefly. Um, so, was she, wait, was that Divas champion or did she actually smacked have the she had the Smackdown. Smackdown? She had the Smackdown Women's Champion. She won it from Naomi oh, and then lost it to uh, Bailey, didn't she? Was she the I one blinked. who lost to Bailey? Um, maybe. Doing the good. Gonna check the lineage while I'm yeah. while I'm talking. Okay. Um, but but her and Tamina have both been there for so long. They've been there longer than any of the girls in the match, and so they're kind of like the crusty Combined. old vets. Like they're like, what about us? What you know? Like that's the whole gimmick is like, what about us? We're still here. We've been here. You know, we were we were part of the divas age. Now we're part of the work rate age. And you know, like we've we've been through this transition and we survived where so many didn't. But they still don't feel that they didn't get their accolades. I get that. I understand that. But to me, it's not that good. She doesn't deserve the accolades. Nope. Um. By the way, Natty lost know. it to the blonde. To the blonde. The blonde. The blonde. We don't we don't even speak her name on this podcast anymore. Oh, gotcha! Damn. Um, section, you know, number number title reign number seventy five for her. Um, that amounts with the amount of surgeries that she's had. So it, yeah, yeah, that too. I didn't know Dana Brooke um, had a title. No, we're talking about no, we're talking about the, the other uh, blonde, the entitled the, blonde. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah, La Sombra blonde. There you go, Tranquilo blonde. Um. But I, I liked <laughs> Get parts of the match, down, but there were blah. parts where I was like, it kind of felt blah. You know, the match kind of drug along. Definitely some weird combination of teams in there. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, the Riot Squad being the longer tenured team in the match, you know, they looked good. They looked strong. They got a couple wins, but they were kind of like worn down by the time the, the crusty old vets come down. And so that was kind of why they lost. But... You know, I would have liked to see the Riot Squad get get that title shot. My pick, but uh, it was not meant to be this year. Should have been Squad Squad. Um, yeah, okay, Mika. Um, should have been Squad Squad. Uh, but otherwise, 
congrats to the MVP of the match, Billy Kay, for getting two pinfalls uh, because she is iconic and she is perfect. Um, otherwise, the match sucked. <clears throat> it was my least favorite match of WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. Definitely uninteresting. Even with all the squ- I, even with all the squad yeah. stuff. I squad was the only them. other good part, minus Billy Kay. Right. Like I appreciate the fact that they wanted to give the other women matches. That you know, it's WrestleMania. It's two nights, and you only had on a card Sasha and Bianca and Rhea and Oscar. That there were no other women being you know featured. So I, I know they kind of threw this all down together, kind of sort of whatever. Maybe it was meant for. Uh, something else but at the same time you had these girls Dana had no business having a Wrestlemania match Um, Mandy had no business being in a Wrestlemania match it should have been the Riot Squad I'll give you Lana you know she 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 earned her stripes by getting put through every table within a you know 850 mile radius whenever she walked into an arena Carmella really didn't deserve a Mania match either nope I forgot that Carmella was in the match um, so did so yeah. Well, there was, you know, a, there was the original, the original plan that eventually got scrapped was, was supposed to be a battle royal, and I guess the battle royal would determine no one gets entered to a singles title, but they decided to go with tag team turmoil instead, so they kind of had to slap a couple teams together pretty quickly. Wait, yeah. who wasn't like on the graphic? Uh, Carmella and Billy. Right. Carmella and Billy because, because they were last in supposedly because they weren't originally announced for the match, but they came in at the end. They're like we, they, they weaseled their way into the match, but they didn't even make the graphic, and they should at least made the graphic. Mm-hmm. Like hello, since they got um, eliminations too, you know they yeah they didn't just go in there right. and get beat in thirty seconds. So again, I, I, I appreciate botch. the oh they didn't slip out or slip up. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate the effort, but this tag team thing, as far as the women's division goes, it's a joke. Um, it needs a lot of champions, work. Yeah. Your, your, your champions should not be champions because one of them can't work her way out of a, a plate of food and it looks like she likes to eat and I like to eat. The other one should be dominating as a singles competitor. So um, the fact that they gave these girls a WrestleMania moment, yay, kudos to them. I know it's time filling, but that could have been better served having legitimate tag teams, which they have go after the tag titles that way. We spent more time on this match than Lashley and McIntyre. Right. Whenever we have a match that we have bad stuff to say about, we always spend a lot of time on it. Matches that don't necessarily deserve being talked about. I'm going to take take it back and we'll move on to a a match we actually enjoyed. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Cesaro gets his win against Seth Rollins. Yeah. Great match. Great moment. That Pop for Cesaro. Uh, I don't know how he translated on TV, but live it was well received. And I think, I think you know, for everything you know, for Cesaro, maybe just being seen as a utility worker and whatever, not in WWE. I, I don't know. I mean, he may never get pushed to the moon, but he had that moment on Saturday evening. That can never be taken away, and I think you know I can't. I'm not gonna speak for the man, but coming out to that reaction and that love of the fans, that's gonna be so fulfilling. Be like, you know, this is worth it. This is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's had, you know, he's, he, I think this was his first WrestleMania singles match, right? Every other match that he's been in for WrestleMania has been with tag teams because right. he's primarily been a tag team specialist. And a great one. Um, but yeah, well, he's been with multiple, cha- multiple champions with multiple different partners. So, you know, who's the, who's the, the, the key ingredient between all those teams is Cesaro. So yep. hopefully this means big things for him. Hopefully as a singles push. Um, you know, as I don't necessarily, he doesn't necessarily need a championship. Of course, he'll find his way to one, I would assume, eventually. Um, but I was, I'm still not really big on Seth Rollins' matches. I never, you know, I he just kind of does a little too much in his matches sometimes. Oh my I God, felt, don't you disrespect Drip Daddy. I felt going, doing the superplex, I don't like the superplex into the uh, northern, or, you know, uh, Falcon, Falcon Arrow spot yeah. because I think you got to sell the superplex a little bit. And then they did it like three minutes into the match, and then wrestle another six or seven minutes after a superplex. I was kind of like, okay, that that seemed like odd placement of that match to me. Um, and the whole story of the match being the swing, can he hit it on him so many times? I, I don't really care that much about the swing. Um, I like the UFO better, and I like that he got to do that at Mania. Um, but you know, hopefully, it means good things for Cesaro going forward. Yeah, completely opposite. I loved this match. Um, I love Seth Rollins. I love all of his work. He elevates everybody that he works with, and him and Cesaro made magic. Um, wish the match would have been a little bit longer, but the right man won. Cesaro got the got the win he deserved at WrestleMania, not that he earned, that he deserved, because he's busted his ass for 10 years uh, working for WWE, and quote-unquote can't grab the brass ring, even though he's over like Rover, and has been since he debuted. Um, So yeah, super happy that Cesaro finally got his shine at WrestleMania. Hope big things are coming for him. Yeah. Absolutely, so yeah. happy. It was just great. It was great. Loved it. It was, you know. Him and him and Drip Daddy did really yeah. good. I Drip like their Daddy match. Seth. Drip Daddy Seth. All right. Next up, uh, we got AJ Styles, the phenomenal ones, and Omis defeating the New Day. By the way, New Day reunited with Big E. Big E was there live to intro. Um, that intro was uh, in fuego, uh, and it was you know, you know, as much as I got emotional as well as at the beginning with Vince and the roster, this moment also was like, oh man, it's so sweet. I still remember what they were meant to be, right? Not something serious. They're probably gonna become one of you know the greatest tag team in WWE history, um, mm-hmm. but here they come. AJ, phenomenal as always, becomes the first ever double Grand Slam champion. No, wait, that's not him. Is he? He's not the double Grand Slam, but he's Grand Slam in TNA and Grand that's Slam right. in WWE. Well, that's always good. Yeah. He's Grand, the first one to be a Grand Slam, Slam, yeah. Slam in Yeah, in TNA and in WWE. Uh, and almost for, for, for the brief moment that he was there, he unleashed pain. Well, he looked strong, and that whole match was built around making him look big and powerful and, and unstoppable. And it, it made the match have a weird feel because mm-hmm. you had the New Day kind of essentially playing the traditional hero of taking somebody, isolating them, breaking them down, 
stopping him from getting the hot tag to the stronger guy on the outside. Which so they, was although so they were still kind of the heels and the faces, oppositely, the match was structured differently because it was meant to give to put, you know, to, to establish Omos as this, you know, destructive monster. I mean, they were hitting him with stuff and it still didn't even knock him down to a knee. You know, they were drop kicking him and didn't even budge. Um, yeah. You know, so that was the whole structure of the match, but it made it feel weird because of that, because AJ was taking a beating, but then, but then AJ like didn't really sell the beating that well either because he wasn't trying to sell for sympathy. So he was just getting worked over, but then he would still just keep coming back. And then he tags, you know, Omos tags in, and they finish him off, and then AJ gets up and celebrates and stuff. Like, it, it kind of had a weird feel to it, but it's meant to establish the new big guy as a as a big destroyer force, and it did just that. Yeah, it was weird to watch New Day work heel. Um, but it just shows the versatility that they have, that they can still work heel, even though they've been faced for, Jesus Christ, like almost eight years now at this point. Um, yeah. Absolutely. It was weird, but all it was supposed to do, like you said, was get Omos over, and it did. The pop when, when AJ got that hot tag to Omos, it was crazy, which was weird. But yeah, um, mission accomplished for New Day. They made Omos look like a freaking monster. They made monster him look strong. That's all... Oh no, we don't say that, but they made him look strong and the the heel switch happened so quick. It was almost subtle. Like you knew it, something was wrong watching it, but you were just like, "All right, all right, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to let this play out because we want to see almost." And then it was like, "Oh god, New Day's being dirty. They're doing like heel stuff. What the mm-hmm. hell?" And it wasn't so bad, but that they can still be good, you know, any other show. So kudos to them. Um, kudos to AJ, kudos to whoever. Everybody made this kid's WrestleMania debut um, memorable. Yeah. Uh, speaking of memorable, that brings us to our steel cage match. Um, where Ooh, Braun Strowman not memorable, uh, mm-hmm. defeated Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon uh, multiple times tried to, uh, you know, skate that cage with the assist of Elias and Riker to no avail. And just when we thought Shane O'Mac got the best of Strowman, uh, Strowman went through, basically broke the cage, ripped the cage open to to pull in uh, Shane McMahon and then throw him uh, from the top from the top of the cage to the to the canvas. Uh, and uh, defeat uh, Shane O'Mac. Uh, and then after that, he still had to hit his finisher, though. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. It's nothing without your finisher. You got to pick the guy up and hit your finisher. Look, Shane O'Mac has come back from work beating, so he just wanted to make sure. You know, down and out. You know. This match was very bad. Well, it was, it was the you know, had the least amount of heat, had the least amount of interest in all the matches for the night. Um, and it was just, I was just like, okay, just go through this match just to get on to the next one. You know, that's like kind of how I was while watching it. The only spot that was actually even worth a damn was just the ending where he threw him off the top of the cage and Shane bounced like a basketball. Well, that's the, yeah, the whole match was building to Shane's big crazy spot. What was it going to be? Mm-hmm. And it was him falling. 
instead of jumping on to somebody. Right. He literally just took the bump. I mean, because he, he already did that. Uh, uh, didn't he on Raw when he jumped? At la- last, yeah. Well, last year he did the whole jump off the top of the uh, Hell in a Cell to the table at ringside, yeah. you know? So, like, what are you going to do to top that? Well, you you take the bump yourself. Yeah. Get thrown. Hmm. Shane McMahon doing everything he can do, make his dad proud. His dad don't care. That was this whole match. Yeah. The end. Do you you love me yet, Daddy? Do you love me yet? Nope. I like he loves his other kid, Hunter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. his other kid, Roman. I mean, Hunter's the son exactly. he never had, he never wanted. He never knew. Both knew. Hunter and Roman make more money than uh, than Shane. So. Hey, Roman got the line up with the Mamans at the beginning of the show. So, and he was wearing a suit where his opponents for night two were still were in their ring, ring gear. Yeah. Yep. Why did they dress in their ring gear when they weren't wrestling? Because they wanted everybody to. was in their ring gear except the McMahon. Except Roman. She, except and Roman. And Roman even Jinder Mahal, who was not on the card, was there in his like wrestling time. Yep, in his ring gear, ready to wrestle yep. just in case. You always bring your gear, brother. Mm-hmm. Loved it. <laughs> All right. And next Roman up, s- semi-main event of the evening. You get a tag team uh, match. Uh, this is uh, a match I was looking forward to. And, boy, did the Puerto Ricans wake up for this match. Uh, <laughs> who knew there were so many Puerto Ricans in the crowd until uh, Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest came out, by the way. Uh when I saw Miz and John Morrison's entourage come in, I thought, uh, wait, are, are we getting Adam Rose again? Uh, which one is Braun? But, uh, uh, yeah. Which one's Taylor Hendricks? That's what's more important question, okay? Uh, but, yeah. Man, that song, catchy. You know, hip, hip. The, hop, the hop. crazy one. The crazy one. Uh, and then the nice entrance with crazy uh, never looks so hot with, with Bad Bunny coming out on that uh, eighteen wheeler, that was sweet. Um, uh, yeah, how about it? Uh, fun match. Bad Bunny sold like a pro. He he worked the majority of the match. Yeah. There was a hot tag to Damian who did three moves and got the pin, which was weird. Usually with a celebrity match, it's the other way around. The st- you know, the, the WWE wrestler works most of the match, hot tag into the celebrity who hits a couple moves, looks cool, does their thing, but it was the other way around because Damian Priest, nobody really wants to watch him wrestle. So Bunny had to carry the load for the team. Yeah, well, Looked really, really good doing it. I knew what everybody um, else He had knew. a superstar entrance, you know, um, and it was, uh, you know, it was a, I think it was surprising to most people. Most people really, really enjoyed it because they were surprised at how well Bunny seemed to do in the match. Well, I wasn't surprised. You know, us Latinos. You knew he was a good wrestler? I was. I, I was surprised. Yeah, Patrick knew he was a good wrestler, I guess. It was a Spanish thing, perhaps. <laughs> but and not only was he good, this is the best celebrity match ever in a WrestleMania. Point blank, I am... 100%. And the fact is, he still the, the 24-7 champion? No, he exchanged no, 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 no. Stone Cold okay. Austin Bell. Yeah, oh, okay. R Truth and him that. traded belts, and it was for the, the a Steve Austin replica belt. Okay, well, the uncrowned twenty four seven champion in his first WrestleMania appearance, um, this Grammy nominated global superstar. 
um, watch out, y'all, because he'll be back after he goes on tour. The fact that they did a commercial in the middle of WrestleMania about his tour also speaks volumes. Yeah. Coming in Atlanta in April next year, I think. Uh, I I think that this speaks volumes to the fact that he was willing to work as much as he did. And, uh, man, I thought, yeah, he showed... Uh, like I feel bad for Damian Priest because now who's gonna carry him? Uh, I mean, we saw on Monday night he can go. when they quote unquote try to continue that feud, and that was pretty. Now this was by no means my match of the night or the weekend, but I have to say for me, just based on everything, to me, Bad Bunny the MVP of the weekend. Uh, because for somebody who's not a full-time trained wrestler, he came in, he showed he he loved this business, and he showed it respect. He came out and looked great. And so, yeah, kudos. But when he ended the world tour, hopefully I'll be there, State Farm Arena. Uh, tickets go on sale this month. And your main event for I'll just I'm sorry, go ahead. Legally download. I was just saying I'll just say legally download the music will be fine. And the main event of night one, you got the boss, Sasha Banks defending the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. These girls came in. Uh, Sasha Banks, brand new look. She went green. In Tampa, um, and yeah, uh, they definitely put on a statement. Uh, and I am convinced Bianca Belair's hair is should be considered a lethal weapon. As Sasha Banks, mm, that bruising, yeah. Uh, but yeah, at the end though, uh, Bianca Reign Supreme became the new. Uh, women's champion. Uh, what a way to end night one. Uh, definitely well deserved. See where she's come from and getting all the way to here. She had her WrestleMania moment and it was it was great. The match I thought was was also very well put together. Uh, and and of all and I mean I, I just want to talk about all the women even the all the women's matches. This is my favorite one of all four. Um, five of you include what was it on Friday night? I think there was, I can't remember, anyways. But yeah, great match, lots of emotion. Uh, and I think even post show, the, the, the celebration with Bianca with her husband coming out and celebrating with her, uh, it was just it was fantastic and it was a great way to eight night, night one. It was a really good match. Definitely main event worthy. Both women looked like stars. Uh, both women got a lot of good offense in. Both looked really good. You know, Bianca impressed with her strength and her physicality. You know, doing the the gorilla press from the outside and carrying her into the ring, doing the 450. You know, she missed it the first time and then she she hit the knees the second time. You know, like she kept going and trying big moves. Um, and you know, ultimately she gets the big win and gets the great ovation, gets her WrestleMania moment, like you mentioned. 
you know, the live feed of the actual thing cut out before her husband came out. So that's kind of a, a special thing you guys got to witness and everybody else found clips of online. But, um, you know, just a really great feel-good moment of showing that, you know, you can be, you know, hard work truly pays off and can get you where you want to be in your dreams, where you want them to be, um, you know, if, you, if you're willing to put in the work. This was my match of the weekend, um, point blank. Uh, Sasha Bianca killed it. And not just from a history standpoint, um, just from a, like a technological standpoint, they did a really good match. They did a good job building to this match um, with the slow burn, with, with Sasha being kind of bitchy towards Bianca because Bianca's a rookie. Um, loved it. And I think the spots in the match were great. Um, both girls looked absolutely fantastic. And then, you know, uh, Bianca absolutely murders Sasha with with the hair whip. I mean, we so could hear that whip from our seat. It, it echoed badly. Um, Well-deserved win. Bianca deserved it. Uh, the emotions were running high in the match even before it even started. So it meant a lot to both women, and it was a fantastic match. And Mika Villas... It uh, meant a lot. You, I, I want to get your thoughts, but especially also with this. They, they were not the, the first women to main event a WrestleMania show, but they were the first two African-American women to main event a WrestleMania show. They were the first two black women to main event a mainstream WWE show, and it happened to be the flagship show, the big show, WrestleMania. The the history right there is off the charts because in all the years of 50, 60, 70 plus, you've never seen it. And it matters. It matters the fact that not just women have come leaps and bounds, but women of color, black women, are featured so prominently, especially in this day and age of, you know, we've got racial tension all over the world to show that, you know what, here it is. We're proud of who we are. We're proud of our heritage. And this is what we do. It's not just the fact that, you know, okay, yeah, sure, women can wrestle. It's the fact that black women should be in there finally getting showcased for the talents that they put in just as well as their counterparts. So this was historic. This was one of the reasons that I wanted to be there as well because there was nothing like sitting there taking that in, soaking that in. Representation matters. I've never seen this on such a scale. I've never seen 25,000 people glued to their seats, watching this, taking this in, going along on this journey, on this ride of a match, and being invested in, in these women like everybody there was. You had your people cheering for Sasha, you had your people cheering for Bianca, but what it mattered was the fact that these two girls went out there and they've inspired generations that will come behind them and want to be like Sasha or want to be like Bianca. And that right there is the entire story for me. 
Um, mm-hmm. God, I'm getting emotional. Jesus Christ, y'all making me cry. Anyway, let's go back to the hair whip because I want to stress this so that perhaps y'all get it and people understand. You don't never touch never a black touch girl's a black hair. Woman's hair. Never touch a black girl's hair. You don't ask her, is it real? You don't ask her if it's hers. Because if it's in her head, in her hand, in a bag in her hand, it is hers. Sasha, who, in case y'all didn't know, wears weaves, wears wigs. That's a nice sewing she always got. She noticed. And the story of the match, as far as Bianca's hair went, is that Sasha continuously messed with this girl's hair. She continually pulled the hair. She continually messed with that braid. She tried to hang Bianca by it. She just totally went after this braid. The hair whip was wonderful because it was the justification that needed to happen in the story of the match. We know if you watch Bianca that the hair plays a huge role in that, that she will, you know, whip that hair or whatever. But Sasha got Sasha got her come up as like this whole build to this WrestleMania, Sasha did bully Bianca. Sasha slapped Bianca. Bianca slapped Sasha back. There was no holding back. There was too much emotion there. And there's too much hair in that girl's hair for that damn child to be pulling on it. She got what she deserved. She left one mark. Had it be me or anybody else on the street, Sasha would have been walking out of there with more than one whip, okay? So, congratulations to Bianca. It was wonderful. We talked about her husband. Her family was there. Um, and, you know, that that's kind of important because a lot of people's families or superstars were not able to come because there were no comps for this mania. Um, they had to pay for tickets. Um, Bianca's family was there. They were there front row. Her dad literally almost jumped the barricade. It was like, oh, shoot, who is this? Like, oh, that's her dad. Somebody get this man because we don't want him to get kicked out of here. Um, the fact that WWE has such faith in um, Bianca because Sasha has been golden along with Bailey, who... I will side note, shame that Bailey did not get a match, but these two girls have carried the women's division, have carried the WWE, honestly and truly, on their shoulders, especially this past year. Um, but they've been the head of the table as far as women's wrestling goes and WWE. So it's nice to see the torch get past the Bianca, and now we have to see what new challenges lay ahead because – it's great getting to the top, but now she's got to prove that she has what it takes to stay there. And I'm sure we'll talk about Bailey in a minute. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Ding dong, hello. Yeah, I mean, it was... I, I mean, I would say Bailey was also great throughout WrestleMania. Um, I don't know. I feel like as, as much as I am the apparently one of like the five people in the whole world that still likes Hulk Hogan, uh, after seeing Bailey's interactions at WrestleMania, I feel like she would shoot a post at WrestleMania. Um, that that would have been fantastic. Imagine uh, the host uh, hostess of uh, WrestleMania. But it was a fantastic night one that, that, of course, ended in fireworks and really got us excited uh, for for what was to come and. Uh, Definitely a, a lot still left for us to enjoy. And that brings us to night two uh, of WrestleMania uh, in Raymond James Stadium. 
Uh, a lot of concern tonight, too, about more rain. I mean, we had rain all day on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and we're like, when is this going to be over? It, it looked like it wasn't supposed to be over till like, 10 o'clock. But by 7, 7.30 p.m., it said it was going to be over by 8. Uh, about 8.05, it was mostly all gone, slightly drizzle. Uh, you know, I think Vince McMahon versus God a feud that was going to live forever. Uh, I think they, they finally uh, looked at each other and, you know, just like Sean and Brad, buried the hatchet. Uh, we had sunshine. I mean, look, uh, yeah, it, it, it was great. And night two, uh, night two began with no worries. Uh, I mean, I think we did have to exit the state, the, the the area for for a moment earlier in the afternoon, but yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, also, uh, hey, you know, punches were flowing night two, night one. People were looking everywhere and anywhere for a poncho. Um, e- e- even some people were buying uh, trash bags as ponchos. Is <laughs> uh, how that and the kudos to to the. You know, maintenance people at Raymond James Stadium, they're like, I got punches, I'm selling. They were selling trash bags. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, the, the punches were on sale night two. Punches, I mean, we went out to uh, Wally World to get some punches. Uh, yeah, the pun- puncho power is what WrestleMania night two was really all about. Uh, but, yeah, we, we come back with, with a big night. And the beginning, we get Randy Orton facing off against The Fiend. Finally, this feud is coming to an end. Uh, well. Randy, Orton, Randy Orton comes in uh, in nice-looking white gear. Later on, we find out, oh, keep matches Edge's gear. They're like RKO or, you know, Twinsies again. Um, yeah, let's bring back the tag team point out. They've already fought for each other like 10 times. Um, yeah, and then Alexa Bliss comes with a toy box, a gigantic toy box. You could probably fit 100 Alexa Blisses in that toy box. Uh, and then, One's so creepy she's, enough. And then, hey, watch out. Okay, she's the goddess of the WWE after all. And, you know, uh, out comes the fiend out of her toy box. And it looks like it's a uh, uh, semi-new gear for The Fiend. Um, no more burns. Uh, the Fiend pays tribute to Brody Lee um, uh, to begin with. I think I, mi- I missed it originally, but I saw that on the playback. Because um, this is technically the first time we've seen him since Brody passed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so we get five minutes or so of a match, and then Alex, a different type of Alexa Bliss comes in, and I guess distracts the fiend long enough to where fire can't kill the fiend, but don't let him get you know RKO. So that will take him down. I I didn't understand this one bit. <laughs> Like, you build the Fiend to be a super monster for two years now, and then now all of a sudden... Hey, man, the RKO puts everybody down, okay? Appa- apparently. If you're a super monster or not. 
Apparently, Doesn't matter. He'll he'll play Godzilla and and King Kong at the same time with the arcade. Why do okay? we even have a Godzilla versus King Kong match? We need to have Godzilla and King Kong versus Randy Orton team up against the, Orton. Yeah, and you'll hit the, the RKO, RKO one time. You let them both RKO double, and they'll both go down. And then he'll punch. Do not Kong. give Vince an idea. He already fought God. He will book this. Stop it. Hmm. Um. I I don't understand this booking. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna judge it prematurely um it's okay too who knows where it's gonna go uh, alexa well, bliss, needs an, going. Alexa bliss needs an oil change um, oh lord she's leaking oil um <sighs> I, I i i don't know I, that I don't was know. blood that no. wasn't it was oil. Bl- she was black colored she was leaking them. oil it was close it, was, it was it i i was watching close enough that is visceral blood. That's the color of blood inside of you that comes out. It turns red when it hits the air. That is, there's no air. That's dead, dead blood right there coming from the girl. I mean, I'm pretty um, sure and- we passed a Jiffy Lube on the way to the stadium. We could, <laughs> we could have just dropped her off. Um, change, my, change my bliss. Guys, get her a new oil I, know filter. I know what you're seeing here, and you don't understand it. The symbolism and the the nature of the crazy. Good match, craziness, but witness the birth of Sister Abigail is what you're seeing here. Um, and Sister Abigail is going to probably run Bray into the ground, and it's okay. I'm here for it. Because she can't wrestle. Like, legitimately, right now, there would be no point in putting her in the women's division because... Any loss that she takes would decredit the entire gimmick now. So you've essentially got one of your best women's wrestlers not even capable to have matches now. I love I love the last match we saw with her. Well, when I remember the Oscar match where yeah, you know, where she hey. just played around and yeah, but and then turned no evil. soul all the offense. Like yeah, that put her put her in there. Like have her go after. Uh, Whoever's Raw Women's Champion right now. Hey, we um, don't know. No, Rhea Ripley. Why not? No. Yeah. We don't. We don't. Let her go scare. Really... Look, we've already. We already. Nightmare. We already just got two Aussies fired. We don't want to go ahead and get Rhea on the the fast track out either. Jeez. And maybe it'll be match of the century or something. I don't know. We know what happens it, it... when one of these girls steps up to a blonde on the WWE roster. They get fired. Ooh, buddy. And we move on to the next match, which was <laughs> Patrick. That's your cue. He's muted, and he forgot he was muted. Mm. No, I did not. It's just that I was looking for a funny comeback, and I just couldn't think of one. So, uh, um, but mm. yes, the ne- the next match because yeah, we're not going to talk much more. Well, I guess the, the the you know the feud now is you know Bray Less versus Bliss. But I mean, how how do you do that, right? I mean, we saw the Randy Orton match against Bliss, and they did couldn't touch. So I mean, it's going to be a battle of wits, you know? I don't know. All right, uh, next up, uh, Matt Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated Natalia and Tamina to retain uh, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. This was the second longest match. Of the night. That's mm-hmm. pathetic. It should not have been. Um, okay. This match was trash. 
Yeah. It wasn't that great. I we, no, I mean, shoot, we liked listen. we liked one person from each team. Yeah. It was the, um, it was the second match of the night and I already took and I went to the bathroom because this is like look, I don't even need to go to the bathroom, but I'm going to the bathroom because this just matches just The best part of this match was was Shayna trying to dislocate Natty's face. And she just like when she just said that Well, literally just like reared back and was me and Mika blasted. talked through it because apparently Natty like full force kicked her in the boob. And oh, then, earlier on, a little earlier on. Okay. Yeah, so Shane is like, for oh, you want to shoot? told me about that, and then when I watched the match, I tried to look for a part like where Natty might have might have slipped up a little bit or hit her a little hard, and I couldn't see it. So it, I missed where, yeah. where she hit her a little too hard. So apparently Natty like full force kicked her in the boob, and I gotcha. guess Shayna was like, oh, we want to shoot, bitch? Here's, yeah. here's, your, here's your receipt. Here's your shoot, because that here's shit echoed too. <laughs> It didn't I, knock out a tooth, but it knocked pretty much a hole in Natty's lip. Yeah. Um, she showed the thing where she had like almost a hole through her lip. Um, but it was nasty, and that was the that was the high point of the match. Yeah. Um, they they kind of tried to build it to making people care about Nia Jax versus Tamina, but I don't feel like people really cared about that as much as they wanted them to. As much as commentary tried to build it up, the no, the reactions from the crowd was not was not what they wanted it to be. Um, so that must not have translated very well because they tagged in Tamina, and that entire crowd popped. Like that's because she well, was against Nia Jax. They did Anybody because they wanted they wanted the hot they wanted the hot tag, but that was but the biggest thing was you know there was a I Tamina chant. Oh, that's rough. I guess, I guess Naya. I mean, they'll they'll they will cheer on the you know the blowed up doll that Kenny Omega wrestled twenty years ago against Nia Jax. That blow up doll was actually more talented than Kenny. So, um, hey now, no, but yeah, Tamina got a chant. I looked at Mika and was like, "What year are we in?" We're the year of our Lord the WrestleMania. No, we were we we went back to two thousand and nine because that was the time where we were on Earth thirty one, where things like this are commonplace. But here on our Earth, this was a Twilight Zone moment. If I've ever been in the middle of one, like it was crazy. Um, it should not have went that long, and it definitely should have had a different outcome. But I guess in this Earth, Vince is still Vince and sold on Rock's cousin. Yeah, because Dwayne. Uh. Pretty much. Anyways, on to the next one. About that match All right. So Kevin Owens defeats Sami Zayn and then stuns Logan Paul. I mean, I mean, at least they didn't bring uh, the the accused rapist Paul. So, but what else? Uh, no here, no there. Uh, Kevin no, Owens and Sami Zayn. This, I mean, first match to happen at both NXT Takeover and WrestleMania. And okay. Final battle and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're hey, just can they do a quick booking at uh, TNA and then go back to AEW? I can say they wrestle everywhere, everywhere possible. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Listen, I I never I have never I don't think I've ever hated a Owen Zane match or nope. you know whatever you want to catch Steen and El Generico. These two guys just have 
chemistry. They'll fight uh, forever. They, yeah, I mean, they'll probably wrestle in their 80s and will still be a fun match to watch because, the, the, I mean, it's all, yeah, everybody knows they're really great friends and they've always been, you know, with each other, right together, this, that, the other. But, man, it, it still, the fact that you, when you can see two guys, you can see that, okay, are, you know, good in the ring, have good chemistry with each other, enjoy what they're doing, and it makes you enjoy it. I love it. It was an easy nine-minute match to watch. Uh, you know, they didn't have to do anything crazy, even though I know Kevin Owens wanted to jump off some type of ship. Uh, and, yeah, I just thought it was great to see them not only be able to have this match and have a fun match, but they, they had to, you know, as best friends, they had to, they were able to have their WrestleMania moment as well. And I'm all about WrestleMania moments. To me, that's, that's what everything's about. And I think in, in the pandemic world where in, in past WrestleManias, you stick everybody in a multi-person match just to have everybody in a match at WrestleMania. This show, these both nights had a lot of single matches, and I could appreciate that. And I could appreciate it for Owens and Zayn because uh, Sami Zayn can easily be a guy who can be taken less seriously than our uh, truth And Vince has always been up and down on Kevin Owens because he's just a sort of a chubby guy who wears shorts and, you know, a sleeveless T-shirt to, to, to wrestle. So not very flashy, but really entertaining. So, yeah, th- this match was really fun for me to watch. Somewhere deep down inside, I hoped we would we would see the package pile driver debut on WWE at WrestleMania in this match, but um, alas, we did not. Yeah, uh, we're not getting that crazy. These two... As we always do, um, you know, Kevin Owens gets the win over over Sammy, who's still talking about conspiracies against him, etc. I don't know who Logan Paul is. I really didn't care. He took a stunner better than most celebrities do, so yeah. we'll give him that. It was a good match. I'm glad to see uh, Stenerico on main event, or not main event, but on the main show. Main event of wwe doing what they do best um hey if cm punk can say he main evented wrestlemania he said man. he doesn't he doesn't say he did he didn't main event wrestlemania uh, he, no, he, he says said he, he didn't was, they he told was, him it was a main event but he said it's not a main event because it wasn't the last match well still all right and that's next up Mika, do you have something to say? No, I mean, y'all said it all. We've we've seen it. They came, they saw, they conquered. Yay. All right. Uh, it was nice to sing along with Sammy's theme one more time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. Uh, both guys, big pop stars. They're great. Uh, Sheamus defeated Riddle to win the United States Championship. Thank God. This was probably the third happiest moment uh, for Eric on both nights. Uh, Not really, dude. He busted that boy up with or, that. Or maybe good. fourth. Dude, you were so match. happy when he got beat. and in that bro kick too. He busted his mouth. You could see I mean, it was ball. Maybe Riddle. fourth. Fuck Matt Riddle. Yeah, maybe it. the fourth. I guess you were very happy about Rhea winning too. So yeah, this was the fourth happiest moment for you. Mm, I don't think it was. I like the match. I like Riddle. 
as a wrestler, I like him. I don't really care about the character and him riding a scooter and all that crap. Um, and him forgetting his lines and backstage segments, etc. I don't care about that. I like him as a wrestler because he brings a little bit of believability with his striking and stuff. And Sheamus is a really good person who's going to take take an ass whooping from you and bring an ass whooping to you. And uh, happy to see Sheamus get the win and get uh, get a title back around his waist, man. It's been it's been quite a long time since Sheamus has held a title. So I'd you know the U.S. title maybe he can help raise the prestige of it for a while um, before he eventually has to quit. And you know they talked in the past about Sheamus only having so much life left on his back, and uh, he definitely uh, he definitely took a beating on it in this match. Um, you know the one of the bigger sicker spots for me was was he got on the top rope and he dove off and did a knee drop to him. I was like, that's like a dangerous fucking spot, man. But he did it, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and he looked great. And, yeah, he definitely, you know, as he always does, wears, wears the, the wounds of his war um, because of his paleness of his skin. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, happy to see the reign of Riddle end for now. And long live, you know, uh, the Celtic warrior Seamus. Uh, fuck Matt Riddle. Love the brogue kick. Glad it busted him open. Fuck Matt Riddle. I just want to say knees were also the the theme of the week end because there were a lot of knees thrown in like a lot of matches and a yeah. lot of hard knees yeah. that were thrown in the matches and I was like, holy crap. That brogue kick, like I, I'm I'm not an anti Sheamus. But I'm not like a huge fan. But that bro kick, I laughed my ass off to see that dude get kicked it was in the amazing, damn face. <laughs> amazing timing to get him to kick straight connection to the face while he was doing the moonsault. Yeah. Um, I mean, he they could have flubbed it and just kind of hit though, him in the face. Too. But he blasted mm-hmm. him in that fucking face. He did. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I cried laughing. And, and hey, it is what it is. Congrats to Seamus, fellas. Yeah. Next up, Apollo Cruz defeated Big E in a Nigerian drum fight to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship after the uh, interference from uh, a person who uh, Michael Cole apparently had never seen before. This mysterious person, of course, we know is Daba Kato. Uh, we've seen him on uh, uh, the uh, Raw Underground. Has he ever appeared at NXT? I don't even know. Maybe on the, the Florida I think loop. He, yeah, probably the Florida stuff. But I think he kind of jumped through most of NXT. Oh. Um, the match was fine. You know, it was yet again just another another funny name for a, a no disqualification match. But um. You know, I didn't expect Apollo to win, but there it seems they're putting a lot of stock in him and this new character. And uh, you know, I think a title will serve him well. Um in that role, Big E, of course, is you know, is is hopefully destined for world titles, not just intercontinental in US. Um you know, and of course Big E of course is so over that he doesn't necessarily need a title or to hold a title for a long time to help get over. So you, know, you give him the tidy, give him the good moment, give him a couple defenses, and then he can move on um, to other things. Yeah, uh, disappointed the entirety of New Day loss at WrestleMania. Um, but 
I liked the match. Um, I don't necessarily hate Apollo. A lot of people are hating on his gimmick right now, but you know, whatever. Let the man do the man. Well, he's doing fine. Um, but as I said last on last week's podcast, I believe the Intercontinental Title match is determining the next challenger for the WWE Universal Championship. And part one of my prediction came true. Apollo won. Well, let's see what happens with part two. Let's see, indeed. No drums. Screw this match. Yeah, Continue. false advertisement. Where the fuck? I just wanted a drum. There was like eight at ringside. There nobody were a bunch used of ringside, it. Ringside, but nobody was. Nobody used it. I was. They didn't so hit each other with the drum. They didn't have anybody. Nobody played the, drum. the drums. I was just like, I was ready to dance in my seat. I was like, are right, you about to get a rhythm up in here? Uh, uh. Not a goddamn like, drum, not a didn't, beat. He hit him with a symbol hi-hat. at least, I think, but no yeah, drums. It, was a, it wasn't a symbol, it was a gong. Like, that ain't even gong, a symbol. Yeah. They don't even go with drums. What the blue fucking hell, man? It was It was just in case Undertaker came back. Well, they should have had the dead man rise and beat their ass for not playing. <laughs> You know, that definitely disappointing, but, you know, no rules. Nigerian, uh, I was going to call it Nigerian Nightmare. Who the heck is called the Nigerian Nightmare? Somebody even called the Nigerian Nightmare? I can't no, think of I don't think so. Maybe I'm making it up in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a match. Uh, good for uh, Polo Cruz and uh, let Big E. Uh, go out for bigger, better things. Uh, then uh, in your comment, you enter the evening. Rhea Ripley apparently was ready for Oscar as she defeated Oscar uh, to become the new WWE Raw Women's Champion. Of course, I'm, I'm sorry to forget. Big E coming out to a big entrance uh, by Wally Wale. That that was great, uh, and then of course, um, how was her name? The uh, singer lady person, Ash Costello from yeah. New Year's Day. Uh, that was it, it. Felt like her microphone at the very beginning either wasn't on or working properly. But yeah. once they got it on, man, that song live it rocked. Yeah. So the, the the having your own theme music isn't always the death sentence. Um, it was Finally. for Big E, but it wasn't for Rhea. Um, really good match between her and Asuka, similar to the, the women's match the night before. Both women looked great. Both women looked like stars, but it was about building a new star. And, um, you know, just as Sasha was there to help make Bianca look like a star and a new star in the division and a star for WWE, Asuka was there to help make Rhea look like a big star and a new star for WWE. Um, you know, Rhea looked, Rhea looked really, really good. And similarly to the previous, to the previous women's match, it came down to just one or two exchanges, um, before a match was decided and she hits the riptide and gets the big pin on Asuka and becomes the new champion. Um, you know, I, I assume Asuka will still want to chase the belt as she's been posting on social media ever since about how sad she is and how she's, you know, missing her belt and all this stuff. And, uh, so I assume she's not over in the title chase just yet. Um, 
But I'm interested to see, you know, what Rhea can do with the uh, the Raw Women's Championship. This never would have happened if uh, Kyrie was still on the roster. Um, <laughs> thank God for for Oscar during the pandemic. She was MVP point blank, but her time was over as soon as the nightmare stepped foot on Raw. Um, I'm hyped that Rhea got her WrestleMania moment um, back from last year because, you know, we have to put that blonde over regardless of what company. Um, I thought it was a fantastic match. Rhea looked like a million bucks. Asuka always looks like a million bucks. I'm proud of her. And to the guy sitting two rows behind me that told everybody rooting for Rhea Ripley was stupid and to shut the fuck up, you're a piece of shit. And Oscar lost, and you couldn't even look at me afterwards because you were a bitch. That, and that's that why guy, WrestleMania brings people together. That guy, wasn't the same guy who was saying about the Charlotte Flair should be on the card? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that the blonde should have this match over Rhea because Rhea's trash after, you know, and then Rhea wins, and then you can't even look me in the face. After you're telling oh, me to boy. shut the fuck up cheering for Rhea because she sucks. Well, if she sucks, Oscar must be worse. Oof, oof. Listen, listen. Great match. The girls did their thing. Did Oscar even have special gear? I like I feel like no. that was Oscar regular regular it was gear. Colored a little and I was bit like... different. The, it was a different mask. The mask yeah. was a little bit different than any she's worn. The gear was colored a little differently, but she doesn't change the style of her gear at all. It stayed the same but since her next But she was, she was wearing shoes, which I'm still mm. I'm still disturbed that she's wearing shoes. Um, because <laughs> she wrestled now. barefoot for so many years. She wrestled barefoot for so many years, though. Yeah, she still throws me off every time I see her with shoes on. I think once she came up to the main roster, they made her put shoes on. But they don't make <laughs> Riddle wrestle with shoes. Well, I yeah. mean, we don't care about him. We also um, let good people go and keep sexual abusers on the roster, so. Whoopa! Letting it go, because, you know, it's the E. All right. Uh, and let's go ahead and talk about the main event. Why don't we? The main event. <laughs> this was my match of the, of the whole weekend. Uh, this had me invest in so many different ways. My heart, my mind, and my body wanted so many different things. They couldn't all agree with it. Uh, out comes Daniel Bryan, the Yes Movement in, uh, uh, you know, in, in full fashion, just ready, you know, yes in a way. Edge, uh, 10 years to the day where he had to retire, makes his triumphal return to WrestleMania, um, that pop, that emotion, those fireworks. Uh, of course, no bigger fireworks than the ones for the head of the table, the big dog, uh, Roman Reigns uh, with Paul Heyman and, and a very hyped uh, Uso, Uso brother, uh, Jay or Jay, whichever of the two Jays. I know his name starts with a J. It's all that matters. Um, where's the other J? Um, uh, and so, yeah. Uh, man, this match was driving me crazy. Uh, it, I was 
my emotions, every single thing, you know. And I, I just felt, I'm like, first of all, I'm like, Brian's neck and head. And then I'm talking about Edge's neck and head. I'm like, these people retired because of this. And now. And they're like, giving each other headbutts and stuff. Yeah. In match. Like, Brian I, even busted out my, the my, flying headbutt, too. My brother, who, yeah. who used to watch. WrestleMania, brother, you got to bring it out. Back in the Attitude Era, uh, he's texting me and I'm telling him, yes, like these two guys retired. Rain just came back from cancer. And I'm like, these guys like overcame uh, real life obstacles to be here and they're trying to kill each other. Uh, but in the end, you know, there's only one head of the table, the tribal chief himself put down Edge and Daniel Bryan down. And as he said, he pinned them both. There is only one universal champion in in the WWE, and his name is Roman Reigns. So you better acknowledge him. They did a whole lot in this match. And, you know, it was the main event of, of two nights. And all three guys definitely brought it and laid it on the line. Um... Roman looks absolutely dominating in his victory because he did pile their corpses on top of each other and pin them both. Um, so then it comes down to, well, if neither guy could do it in this scenario, who can beat Roman Reigns? You know, that's the big question leaving WrestleMania. Um, and I still don't know if we have an answer to that just yet. So I've been going to live events for 20-something years now. Um, and somehow Sunday was the first time I had ever seen Edge live. Um, so that was special. Um, it made me tear up. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Edge has always been one of my favorites and I never thought I would get to see that. I never thought I'd get to hear Metalingus live. Um, so yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, Brian coming back fantastic or coming out fantastic i love brian i was there for his first match back uh roman coming out great as always um i told y'all on the last podcast that my heart wanted to go edge but my brain said roman and well (laughs) tribal chief always gonna get the dub it looks like so i'm here for it uh, the answer to your question, Danny, is uh, who's who's going to beat Roman Reigns? Uh, his name is Big E, formerly Langston. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, he will dethrone the tribal chief. And that is mm. that is saying uh, that, that this triage is over because, you know, Technically, Edge was pinning Brian too, and technically, they made Roman tap out. So... That was a great one. Would they Hold do the double crossface? The double crossface with the. Uh, with the... I'm hard for that one. Yep. With the pipe in his mouth, yeah. Yep. Technically, mm. Roman tapped. He didn't tap because both of his arms were tied up. He couldn't have tapped. He did he tap. And, he, and his he mouth did. was going through it. He couldn't his, say. His body I give was up. involuntarily flinching. Because his muscles were bulging and ripping, he was going to bring his arms forth and beat those two within an inch of their lives. If they think that their lives was tough when they 
were out with neck injuries respectively, then they had another thing coming. The reigning and defending Universal Heavyweight Champion, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, walked. He damn near glided down that ring with purpose and shirt off as the fire works did not come from the arena they came from roman's soul his aura exploded all over tampa as he went to the ring to shut <laughs> up to defend his title to show why he is not just a big dog that he is what he said he is he is what paul Heyman has said time and again he is the man that the wwe universe revolves around roman did not tap roman beat them and stacked their bodies like corkwood and he reigned above them and the rest of us as he will continue to do until we get to wrestlemania what was this 37 38 39 in hollywood where dj will come down off of a star in the mountains that read hollywood and have a samoan versus samoan match and yeah, a Samoan drum fight? Well, the drums will no, be... No, a Samoan SWAT match. The, the, the drums will be the pitter-patter of our inferior hearts as we watch these two mega superstars square off to see who is the real head of the table, who really put the food in the Samoan <coughs> dynasty's mouth. That's what's going to happen. But in the meantime... Roman did the damn thing, okay? He got his ass kicked, but he looked strong. Uh, Bright and Edge both, again, we never thought we would see the day that they were both back in the ring, and here we are at WrestleMania with them both doing what they love to do and entertaining us. I was happy for Eric having to see, you know, Edge for the first time live. I'd seen him many a time, and it just, like, really hit that, like, this man is not supposed to be here, you know? Thankfully, you know, not like a death thing or anything, but this man is not supposed to be here. And Bryant definitely was supposed to be hugging a tree someplace off in the forest. But no, they're main eventing WrestleMania and fucking trying to kill each other. It was great. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut that promo. My bad, y'all. I was feeling it. Hey, it was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it, it was muy caliente. I thought we had banned the diving headbutt. No, uh-uh. we never. Not I don't think goat. we ever did. I don't think we ever Not did. Not from the goat. And if and what they gonna do? Fire on. him. Some... What they gonna do? Fire him. I mean, I guess as long as we don't put it back into his normal repertoire, I'm okay with him busting it out. If once, Big but... E can do that stupid ass spear through the ropes that everybody hates and shudders and cringes and turns away, let that man die with his head. Well, yeah, but it. he doesn't hasn't had neck surgery and neck problems and, and all that. And the man has been medically cleared. Right. On but not, not 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 from the E doctors who, you know, will let you wrestle with staff infections, mm. but from actual reputable doctors who says your fucking neck is stronger than it ever's been. I so, just just the people that have used that headbutt have haven't turned out really well in life. Um, or death. Or death. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I thought we had he had taken it out. I thought I'd remember him saying he wasn't going to use it, but it's WrestleMania. We can bust it out one time a year, I guess. One time. One time. <laughs> but they all one look time, like superstars. Time. Yeah. 
It was a fantastic match. It was great. It was very emotional. It was just all over the place and, and perfect in, in every single way. Um, I, I wanted more. Uh, why couldn't this match go twenty uh, go 40 minutes? Uh, I wasn't ready for it to end. Uh, and I really wanted Brian to win. Uh, you know, many rumors that this could be his last uh, WrestleMania. You know what? Uh, I was at his first WrestleMania back, back in 34. And I wish I had been at 30. I still regret not making that trip. Um, and I was there if this was his last one, first last one. And, uh, man... I, I hope I'll I'll get a chance to meet him before it's all said and done. Um, if this was his last one, he bowed down to the tribal chief as he should have. He can go off into the forest making babies with that little hippie twin that should not have been at my WrestleMania. Mm. Well, the hippie twin still planning to make another comeback, so let's hold off on that. Third baby. Shut your mouth! Don't speak that into existence. It's, it's uh. It's like uh, what the the, the Thanos said. It's like a bad, it's like a bad disease that people don't have the cure to, like herpes and AIDS. We make did it have a cure to it. It yeah. was called Nikki's broke neck. Whoa! Thanks, John. <laughs> Forget them Disrespecting, horse. Disrespecting the longest reigning SmackDown champion the way that they did at WrestleMania should be a fireable offense, and they're not even under mm. contract. Mm. Fuck them hoes. Speak, speak on it. They teased us with Bailey, and they gave us the fucking or not Bailey. They teased us with Becky, and gave us the fucking Bella Twins. Listen, <laughs> I mean, look, I, trash ass. Bailey may have gotten thrown down the ramp, but that line about John Cena, though. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag truth. Mm-hmm. Even though it, it had to have been approved by Nikki, still. And, and kudos to Nikki for even going along with that comment. If she eh, didn't screw that hoe. She mm. she went along with a lot of stuff when it came to Cena. Yeah. She's she still lines. she's still using his name to get over. Like for real. Yeah. You're not even banging this man anymore. You got a whole. She couldn't ass get kidding. over before him. She can't get over after him. Mm, but she can get up on him. The only anyway. reason that she was at the top of the divas division for however long was because she was fucking Cena. You want to talk about WWE cock? That's <laughs> she hopped on that WWE cock. And with that, uh, yeah, stank booty let's, ass uh, bitch. Let's bring it back before Danny fires me. Uh, <laughs> Too late. Got <laughs> uh, it. Okay, let 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 let's go ahead and give grades. Uh, I think it's the most fair thing to do is give these shows a collective. Great. So we're not going to grade each night individually. So we're going to start with Takeover, Stand and Deliver. Um, ladies first, what grades shall you give? I stood, Takeover, I delivered a B plus. B plus. Much like Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania's, B plus. Mm. I say B plus for the Takeover as well. Um, you know, had some really good stuff, but. Not quite a perfect event. Yeah, I, all, all around B pluses. I mean, that forty minutes thing wore me the heck out. <laughs> uh, pretty much. I, I'm so glad. 
I'm so glad I took the lead on that. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, B, B plus. I mean, I, I, I would have had it. I mean, to me, it was an A until like 20 minutes into the uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly match. And then the last 20 minutes brought it up to a B plus for me. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, WrestleMania 37 back in business. Oh, ladies first again here. I didn't know if I was going first again. So um, this WrestleMania for me, uh, honestly, it should be a B plus, but it's going to get an A minus. Back in business does bump the grade up. Night one's uh, match makes this no less than an A minus. You know, <laughs> Um I got to give it an A minus as well. There was just, uh, I've never been so emotional for a WrestleMania. And this one got me, man. I teared up twice. Had a lot of fantastic matches, a lot of good memories. Uh, and then Matt Riddle got his face kicked in, which is always fun. Um, Kick it! Teeth were flying. Uh Knees were knees were knees cold. were everywhere. Uh, nips and slips. Yeah, mm. I was about to say nips and slips. <laughs> <laughs> Rain nips, delays. I mean, nips, slips, and knees. I know we. I know we were in. Uh, I know we were in Tampa, but damn, I felt like we were at Disney World with all these roller coasters of emotions that I was having. Um, a minus. I go a more conservative answer with a B, just because. I'm looking at because I wasn't there to experience it, so I think that takes it down a little bit. Since I wasn't there to experience it live with you guys, that probably would have raised it higher. But just watching, you know, objectively of the matches, night one everything was solid. Night two had a few more slips as far as no some matches were kind of <laughs> and Every some matches were kind of passable. But um, well, the slips were. I give I give the event a, a B as uh, overall. <laughs> I almost choked on my water with that line. Uh, slips. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, the slips who were night one, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with just a, a straight up A. Um, yeah, the, the being there live definitely played a factor, um, but there was a lot more better than that was bad. There, there was a, a bunch of great. It was a great experience. We're back in business, y'all. So uh, that is who we get WrestleMania. Uh, we all are in the uh, in there with the A minus average, I guess, between my A and Danny's B. But um, mm-hmm. uh, what a show! What a weekend! What and a time. of course, and now we know, of course, you know, we, we have WrestleMania backlash to look forward to on May the sixteenth, um, which is actually a month from today. Uh, live mm. on Peacock in the United States, WWE Network. Live outside. on Peacock. Um, from last Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, see Joe and you know, we, we 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 have <laughs> a uh, we have our technically our main event, I guess, assuming that Lashley and back to main event. We have Tuesday night uh, NXT. There's still a lot of questions to be answered there. 
uh, although it looks like Imperium is in uh, and may, ready to make an impact, although there's still that question mark about Walter and whether or not he's willing to be in the U.S. full time. Did anybody catch um, that side glance from Wolf or from uh, Eichner and the other guy when like Wolf was kind of like running shot over Killian Dane, and then they like rolled out of the ring, and then Eichner and uh, oh god, what is the other one's name? Uh, it sounds yeah. like a sneeze. Belker, Belkner. No. Bless no. You. Fabian Eichner, and then there was it's Wolf Eichner. Uh, Bill something. Hold on. It's um. Oh, Barthel. Oh yeah, Marcel. Marcel. Marcel Barthel. Yeah. yeah. Marcel and uh, Eichner looked at each other like, uh, "What do here?" So I'm wondering what's 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 coming from that. Nothing. Yeah, we like to break. We like to break up groups, so yeah, no, you gotta be aware. Uh, well, what we do know uh, is that sad news are, have come on April the fifteenth uh, down to us because uh, on the high that was WrestleMania, we got the low that was uh, the infamous spring uh, WWE cuts uh, amongst the cuts. Uh, a, a lot of names. Uh, Billy Kay. Bullshit. Uh, and Peyton Royce. Bullshit. Chelsea Green. Bullshit. Mickey James. Tucker. Bullshit. Callisto. Eh, Wesley bullshit. Blake. Um, and Samoa Joe. Bullshit. Bullshit. Dallas. Shit. Um, and Mojo Riley, Raleigh, or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> His name is unemployed. <laughs> what? It is. Uh, yeah, let's see. He stays hyped now. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, to Poor me. Zach. His girlfriend and his hype bro got fired the same day. Mm. Wait, he has a girlfriend? Fiance, I'm sorry. Who? Ryder? Oh, never mind. Chelsea, okay, my bad. Jesus, uh, what, what Zach? were you thinking of? Excuse me, slamming on the door. I know him. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I thought we were talking about Mojo. You said his girlfriend and his hype, bro. I no, said you poor said Zach. His girlfriend. I didn't hear and that part. I, okay. I, I, have you told the story to Danny yet? No, no, I haven't heard any of okay, that story. Okay, Mika, can you please tell the story of what happened? I don't know. In- I don't know what you're talking about. There is no story. Okay. Keep going. Stop it. I'll tell the story okay. then. Damn. Okay. I, thank you. So uh, apparently, according according to Eddie, uh, Mika got to the room and immediately disappeared and decided to go have some uh, adult beverages with um, her son. And then uh, apparently she got on a public transit bus and passed Zack Ryder on the street and immediately started banging on the window or door, I'm not sure which, um, telling the bus driver to stop because he wanted she wanted to ask Zack Ryder where Chelsea was, and she said, "Woo woo woo, I know him." So was Eddie there? Did he was he no, to this? But she told Eddie the story. Ah, uh, right when she came in the door. Okay, fifteen minutes before it was wake up time. Yeah. <laughs> 
like Mika does oh. because team no sleep. Yeah, team. And I already told Eddie because like we were texting already, and I was like, "Is Mika alive or did she even come back last night?" And he was like, "Dude, how did you know?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, trust me, I know. Oh. We, know. we know. We've all experienced the Mika dash." Oh, God. Not a dash. Wait a minute. Me- Mika Villas. I know. Uh, of course, everybody can go to the Mika Villas page on Facebook and see her f- uh, two plus hours, I think, or however long video was. <laughs> uh, now, mind you, this video started at like the four o'clock ish <laughs> hour. And you think, oh, well, we just got to, you know, we just got to uh, to the hotel Tampa. around one o'clock, one thirty, and she started this video for no, no, she didn't hang out for two, three hours and then go. If you notice in the video, uh, that bottle is less than a quarter left of it, which means she had already started drinking that. That because that bottle was full apparently uh, when they yeah, started. we just opened it. Uh-huh. So, girlfriend, yeah, she literally dips out on, on that. I mean, she even told me and Eric, like, I, I might be coming back down. I don't know. Well, she went down all the way down to the to the main floor, apparently. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, Mika Villas did what Mika Villas does, I guess. Uh, being essential. The Mika Dash. The Mika Dash. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go delete that live because it is telling. Uh, yeah, it was it was bad. I I was very inebriated, and there was Zack Ryder, and of course, you know, I wanted to see Chelsea. That's my girl. So yeah, but you especially want to see her now, right? I do, Eric. Let's call her. Let's call her right now on is. the live. Well, I mean, I got her number, so I could, but. You know, it's it's one o'clock sure she, in the morning. We don't want to wake her up. We right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. You it's know, been a she's, heavy day. She's gonna be. It's been a rough. She's gonna day. be sponsored by. She's gonna be sponsored by Pabst Blue Ribbon. So I'm gonna let her go. But I'm gonna reach out and be like, "Hey, girl, give me some beer." So we'll see. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. To me, Samoa Joe was crazy. That's crazy because he was there calling the action at WrestleMania yep. in a yeah. damn thunderstorm in a poncho, and then a couple days Samoa later, Joe, Billy Kay wrestled on WrestleMania, and yep. she was we were so go. excited too when we found out that uh, um, that they rearranged the commentary teams and put that Samoa Joe was part of the active roster. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Only to be like, let yeah. go. Yeah. We're like, all right, he's not doing commentary. He's getting ready to come back. He's going to start hurting people again. Nope. And he will start hurting people, but it will not be in the WWE banner. I, I, I guess he needed to be in the active roster in order for them to let him go. Absolutely. <laughs> they dropped the ball with Samoa Joe. Um, they point they pushed. They kind of pushed and pulled him a lot. Like, they pushed into that feud with Lesnar where he just literally came out and choked the hell out of Lesnar. Yep. When Lesnar was, like, unbeatable, and then... Like Lesnar kind of ran through him, and then they didn't. They took him back, you know, pulled him back from the main event, and they they kind of pushed and pulled him a lot, and didn't really let him do what what we all know he can do, what we've seen him do for years. They didn't you let know, him be the bring of honor with CNA. Yeah. yeah, they didn't let him be the dominating 
you know, force where he he's a great talker. He's a great worker. He makes his opponents look great in the ring as well. Um, they never really gave him that shot to be, you know, a, a main event player. Just, it's yeah. just, I saw one thing that said that uh, his booking was like a WWE pay-per-view. It was great balls of fire. Um, I'm sorely disappointed that WWE never put the strap on him. Um, his feud with AJ was great. His feud with, well, not his feud, I guess his quite his couple matches, match or two with, with Brock. He, he made Brock look, uh, well, I was watching a promo with him earlier and he actually flustered Brock and you don't see Brock get flustered very much anymore. Um, I, I don't, I don't know where he's going to go from here, but all I know is Samoa Joe is not going to be hurting for money. Well, yeah, definitely not. Joe is going to get work wherever Joe wants work, whether it be now, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, or just doing okay. the indie tour or New Japan. Of course, of course. Excitedly enough, we find out that WrestleCade is returning this year after a year Ooh. off uh, on Thanksgiving. Currently, the plan is to have uh, the record, record, WrestleCon, uh, not WrestleCon, WrestleCade. The WrestleCade meet and greet during the day on Saturday and the Super Show uh, Saturday night. Um, and but they're open to having you know their Friday night show and their Sunday night shows depending on pandemic status and what's going on. So more, I guess, more that coming up. Tickets are going to sell soon. Uh, but yeah, WrestleCade uh, is happening uh, this uh, November, I think, 26th, uh, if I remember correctly. So I'm hoping somebody's going to get Joe out there. So I got this poster from uh, Impact, I think, uh, from an Impact show that's signed by almost everybody. I'm just missing two signatures. One was some more Joe. Uh, I think I can get that one. If he's there, I'm definitely getting it. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's definitely not going to be hurting wherever he ends up. Um, nobody will for the most part, I think, uh, they're all pros and I think they're all will do well. Um, yeah. Uh, and maybe, maybe it's better for Billy and Peyton to be iconic elsewhere. Because it just didn't look like it was going to work out anymore. They had the WrestleMania moment. They had the championship run. Uh, and, you know, WWE wasn't really into it uh, anymore. Then, uh, you know, it's it'll be everybody else's win. Uh, you know, of course, Ring of Honor, AEW, Impact are there. Uh, let's see who uh, offers them the best options. Maybe they want to do something else, you know. Hey, they've had the WWE name behind them. Maybe they choose to try to see what they can make on their own and do something in indies. And, uh, yeah, kudos to all. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of them eventually came back home uh, to, to WWE. Uh, you know, you look at McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. These were two people who were let go by WWE in the past and, and have come back to be better than ever. So never say never. So my um, problem with the whole thing is we've still got people like Velveteen Dream 
Jordan Devlin and Matt Riddle and 19 other of the NXT UK guys that have been, you know, accused uh, of sexual abuse that are still on the roster. But we sit here and fire people that are good for the locker room. And I don't understand it. I will never understand it. And I think it's bullshit that, you know, so many good people lost their jobs today where we still have abusers on TV every week. But, you know, whatever. That's above our pay grade. Um, Also back uh, this year, uh, the Sydney City Invitational uh, in... uh, uh, in in Ch- Chattanooga area, uh, this year it will be happening in the TWE Arena in uh, Renback, Tennessee. Uh, so already announced Nolan Edwards and Jeremy Wyatt as the first two entrants. Um, so it's Nolan year's... Edward. It, it's not plural. Okay. Sorry, got a D. Nolan Edward. My bad. I'm just English saying. is not my first language. All right. Oh, just uh, letting you know the boy's name. It's all right. What's he going to do? Beat me up? I'll seek Angela's on him. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that should be fun. Hopefully, uh, the, last, the previous winner, Daniel McCabe, will be able to, or McCabe, however they pronounce his name. I'm I sorry. Any of and uh, hopefully he'll be able to return. Oh, dude, fantastic wrestler. You need to watch this guy. Um yeah, hopefully he'll be able to return, you know, travel, you know, COVID issues possible. But, uh, yeah, so that's fun. Uh, excited to, to go again and partake. It's always a fun tradition. Um, and, yeah, and also I just want to give a little kudos to our pal, our friend, uh, family, uh, Matt, uh, Griffin, Matt the Mouth, of course. Uh, this uh, it, it's, it'll be almost three years uh, you know, since he started action wrestling, um, and little, uh, uh, I think we kind of talked about this uh, a few weeks back about doing watch-alongs of, of matches for, of action. So we are doing that for the rest of April. I think we got three weeks left. Well, we're going to watch um, three matches that I'm going to pick from action shows. Uh, so that should be fun. Eric, you might actually know who some people who you might learn who some of these people are. Okay, yeah. it'll be cool. Maybe it'll be fun. Find your new favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, my new favorites on the Indies are these two new girls named Jesse McKay and uh, um, Casey uh, Cassidy. Uh, Maybe you but, guys have heard of them. Yeah. Mm. No. No. Now, well, we will we will try to catch up and and see what's been going on in wrestling over the next week in the first hour. On the second hour, when we watch set action match, we'll also have Matt the Mouth join us for a little bit and uh, and, and talk to us. And he may even sit through through this this match, so I gotta pick a good one. Uh, but that'll all be happening next week, and can't wait. Thank you for listening. We have to turn this to two parts because look, we were gonna get kicked out of uh, Podbean. Uh, yeah, so we we almost did three hours. Uh, you all are troopers. Uh, so are my co-hosts, Danny, Mika, and Eric. Couldn't do this without you. 
uh, I, this is one of my highlights of the week. So it is great uh, to once again uh, uh, be uh, on the on the cast with you guys. Uh, thank you all. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Make sure that you continue to listen. Subscribe, iTunes, TuneIn, Teacher, Podbean, Amazon Music, and goodness gracious, guys, which one is the one that you guys just told me about? Spotify. Spotify. We're in Spotify. Didn't even know what Spotify is. That's how old I am. But we're on Spotify. Mm-hmm. That's uh, but, you know, apparently that's what the millennials listen to these days. Uh, <laughs> check us out on the Twitter machine. Uh, we are at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter, at Danny F in Danger. Um, Mika's on Twitter, at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter, at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter, at FOW Radio. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.